ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the GB of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. said Addison about to be catching passes out of the backfield like Percy. So last year, my bold uh, Like Percy. Don't Addison. say like Percy because then that makes me really like worry about him. No headaches. We don't want him. <laughs> yeah, because Percy was like an offensive weapon, not reliable at all for fantasy. At least like the later years. You know what I mean? Like maybe that rookie year with Brett Favre is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But remember, I know that you remember my bold take was for redraft, not for dynasty, that I was all about the Ken Walker life over Brees Hall. And I'm the same way about Addison over JSN. I mean, it's it's Justin Jefferson, him and Hawkinson. And, man, I just feel more confident about that with Kirk Cousins and their real shitty defense and their lack of a run game. They got rid of Dalvin Cook today. It's fine. It's finally happening. Okay, I, I met him, so that's what I'm waiting to do. He's gone. Literally just happened right now. Yeah. Cool, man. Finally, um, it finally made it official. You know, just go to Miami and don't fuck up any other backfields for fantasy. God fucking damn it. I mean, the you know, other places I don't mind him going where I don't think he'll ruin anything, like maybe, maybe Buffalo. You know what I mean? It's because there's nothing over there, right? There's nothing over there. You know what I mean? Don't ruin it for me. You know what I mean? Like, go somewhere and behave yourself, Calvin. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it's the same thing with D-Hop, right? Like, I mean, the Bills, they got no money. You know, like, I know they could move stuff around, but, like, as of right now, the Bills, the Chiefs. But you know what they got? You know what the Bills got? They got his brother there to be like, bro, you should come over here and take less money. You can at least stay on my couch. 
Yeah, you know but I mean? still like, though, like, does a little brother really want the older brother to come in? I mean, the, the little brother's it, always trying to get some shine. Like, man, like you want your big brother to come over here and take a little bit of shine away from you, right when you finally I, I, listen. I agree with that, but I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like in the NFL, you see that a lot. You know what I mean? Brothers, like, hey, maybe it's more so on defense that we've seen it. The examples I can think of. Yeah. I can't think Nick Bosa is never going to say, hey, Joey, come over here. Come on, let's play together. He'd be like, fuck you, Joey. But you know what? I bet you Nick would, Nick would say that, being like, listen, my brother, he's really good, John Lynch. Bring him over here. Yeah, he'll be a rotational guy. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. The only time that that's happened is TJ Watts. Hey, come on, man. You got to get Derek. Get him over here. He's a fullback. Who's Derek? That's you crazy. Play teams, you know, <laughs> like some shit like that. Yeah, Derek Watt, man. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't okay. know, the other Watt brother. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, and I saw this Hassan R.I.P. to the Iron Sheik. Oh yeah, babe. All that today. <clears throat> um, it's crazy. Um, I wonder if he was actually Iranian. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, Everybody uh, played like fake, you know, whatever. Yeah, it was shit, but like, I mean, he was definitely brown. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Marty said, "So sad off season for me. Lost Thielen and Cook. Fell in love with uh, with football. Watching those guys in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I've had Thielen on more than a few teams. Dalvin Cook. I mean, I Thielen's a cool story. He was part of my fraternity early." I won a I won a Super Bowl a championship with him in 2016. He was a, yeah, I was dreaming like was that the year that he was still drafted super low but finished as a top 12 guy. Yeah, he uh he was like a streaming well, yeah yeah he was a streaming guy like because before that like he was like a return man like you know like he's making noise like in the return game too like him and Cordero and you know what I mean like yeah. then like um I, I'm trying it was like Treadwell and Diggs were hurt. So he became so you know Thielen really got on, and uh, Thielen's story is cool, man. He's like a local kid, you know. He tried out for the team, like got tryouts. That's how he got on special teams, and you know he was he's a homegrown kid, so it was cool, man. Like that to see him actually get a deal elsewhere, you know what I mean? Because sometimes those guys are they're only shown the love they get from their home, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like. I'm not going to say Thielen's all the way washed because I feel like he's got a little bit more in the tank. But, man, he's almost one foot out the door. You can just see he's lost a step in the speed department. And I'm, I am nervous about him and Bryce Young because I think the thing that him and Corky Kirk got <laughs> working for him the best was the chemistry. Like, he oh, was in the red zone. Because they're white. Well, no, no. I mean, they got a white. They got a thing. They go to church. They go to the church together. <laughs> they may have the chemistry together because they're white. But, I mean, that's one thing. Everybody's that going to Popeye's. They're like, all right, y'all, we're going to Camp C. The one thing that I don't think that, I mean, we're, I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think we're going to see it. We're not going to see these passes where Thielen's not even looking at the ball and Bryce Young's already gotten rid of it, you know, and it's just like a perfect pass to exactly where he's going to be. Like, it's going to the anticipated throws are, uh, you know, that's, that's some shit when you start seeing your youngster do that. Yeah, he's not doing that right now. And take, I mean, at least at least half a season, if not the full season, to get down that kind of rapport. Unless Bryce Young is really just that fucking good, you know, which uh, remains... Like Trevor Lawrence, he flashed a ton oh. of, like, you know, great timing throws as a rookie. 
And then he had a whole bunch of shitty ones though. Too, yeah, right? but yeah, I was about to say you, but he definitely had like three times more shitty passes. And then like you know, year two, you, you know, he met somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? As far as like, cause the efficiency came up. Yeah. You know, so the attempts came down, and like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like year three, we'll see a combination. Maybe he gets back up to six hundred with that same efficiency. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that'd be super sweet. I mean, not even Aaron Rodgers has ever thrown for six hundred times with that type of efficiency. It's always been. You know what I mean? Closer to 500. Yeah. I'm fully out on Alexander Madison. Where's the uh where's the bike? I'm about it. He just he just better not shoot up too high. You know what I mean? Like and of course he's going to now. He was already getting drafted higher than Dalvin Cook while Cook was still there. Now like, I'd rather have uh like I'd rather have Stevenson. I'd rather have how much you want to bet that Alexander Madison jumps over the tier where Aaron Jones is being drafted? I mean, that's, that's for sure. I was going to say, like, he's he's above the Aaron Jones and David Montgomery tier and all that. Like, that's where he's going to go. Do I think he should go there? Probably well, you keep putting right. Aaron Jones and David Montgomery in the same tier. I, I do think that they're like – because, I mean, I've seen Aaron yeah, Jones I, I, I in the sixth round and uh, Montgomery in, like, the tenth round. The ninth round, so I mean, it's still that same crap, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you want, if, if you ask me, like, the, where there's the teardrops, right? You know what I mean? Like, I think, I mean, if you okay, I you, you don't like Alexander Madison like that. I don't necessarily either, but like a guy who's gonna get all the work, and they say he's the three down capability and stuff like that. And now Cook's gone. Like, you got it. You can't ignore that. At least you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I think I'd rather have Damon Pierce over him, someone who's actually gonna still share on paper. I'd rather have. uh do you rather have, have the Seattle guys? Just Do you rather have Pacheco? Yeah, I'd rather have Pacheco. But see, what about Cam Akers? Like, what about Cam Akers? Uh, it, it's it's it, I, I'm just gonna take Cam because I, he's gonna get it all. Like you know, what I mean, like that's like, what I'm uh, saying. Like he's gonna go over Pacheco. He's gonna go over Cam. He's gonna go over, like he's yeah, gonna. I don't, I don't, I don't, he's gonna yeah, jump up if he was a ninth round drafted guy. Like now he's gonna be like where Swift was being drafted last year. It is yeah. like, like fifth, sixth round. Like he's gonna be that guy now. And Swift was going higher than that too, man. Like yeah. Yeah. That was if you actually waited on him to try to get him at a value, you got him at the fifth and sixth. He was going there, but yeah, you're right. I mean, some motherfuckers pulling him up in the third and the fourth as we yeah. got closer to the season. I feel like Alexander Madison. What up, Dion? All right, feel me on this. I like I like to have fun and like drink and shit. I swear, if I was drunk, I'd be like Alexander Madison right here, fifth round. You know what I mean? I'd be like, and I'd feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, I had to get drunk first though, get some get some get some some brain juice. <laughs> I'm just staying off it. I'm just completely staying off it. We see what they want to do. Who have they? Who have they been drafted in the first round? Wide receivers, man. It's a it's about to go to a full air raid offense. And Marty did say Madison's the only RB that can catch a pass on the Vikings. Not saying he's the best at it, but McBride and Ty Chandler, not pass catchers. Yeah, and I mean McBride and Ty Chandler, those are guys who I mean shit, like would they would they even be backups if they were on other teams? You know, they they wouldn't be like, you know, second stringers, maybe like third, fourth, fifth stringers. They just have nobody over there. So yeah, I'm uh I do like the idea of Madison getting all the work, but we've seen it. We've seen it. Like, we've seen him do good when getting all the work, and we've seen him do real, real shitty when getting all the work. So the range of outcomes 
Mm-hmm. Makes me like almost out on him. Well, no, the range of outcomes does make me go out on him and with his uh, price about to skyrocket. I just don't like, uh, here's my thing, right? I'm ne- I'm not going to pay. I don't want to pay for uncertainty. Um, but it's like, I, I kind of know, I, I mean, me, like how I view Alexander Madison, I kind of feel certain about him. Like he's going to get eight, 18 touches a week. You know what I mean? 18 to 20, maybe. He's going to get all the red zone work. He is the pass, you know, even last year when Cook was there, he was the guy like they would, you know, take Cook out of the red zone package and then and put uh, Alexander Madison in there. He would just catch a greasy touchdown. Like that happened in more than a few times last year. There's so much, you know, there was so much oh. attention. What's up? Okay, so the one difference that you, that that we just said right now is putting him in there, you know, for these for these certain packages. Nobody's yeah. thinking about him. When no. Fucking, dude, yeah, because you know, there was so much attention on Jefferson last year and Hawkinson, yeah. and then now you have Addison. You know what I mean? And and, and Cousins. I guess that is the one good thing going for him that teams are be like, man, this guy fucking sucks. Let's not even cover him in the flats. Yeah. And like he can pass pro. You know what I mean? That's you know, it's almost like uh they, you know, that it's, it's almost like they didn't, you know, there was no difference between how they viewed uh the third down role with him and Cook because you know, when they went hurry up, a lot of the times last year it wasn't Alexander Matt. I mean, it wasn't uh what's his name? Dalvin Cook, you know what I mean? The most yards that he's ever had in a season is 700 combined yards, and I know, and and we are going into his fifth year, you know, in the league. So it's not like he's only been there for like a second. But yeah, Dalvin Cook just being in front of him. I mean, of course, you're not going to start over Dalvin Cook, but I don't know. They they weren't super excited to get Alexander <laughs> Madison in the mix, like they really weren't. It's almost it like much. People do view people do view Alexander Madison that way, though. Like, it's insane because I remember in the offseason, like, I was able to move down, I mean, uh, Alexander Madison in a few spots, no problem at all. Like, yeah. And Cook was still there. Like, I mean, you know, like, and this is something like, it was Bernie Mac, and one, one of them I could think in particular, where I, you know what I mean? I sent, this, this was last year, I sent him uh, Alexander Madison, and I think I brought back Luvu. I sent him, like, Madison in the fucking future third or whatever the fuck it was to get Luvu. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, that was one of those ones that was like, you know what I mean? He, I mean, he didn't, it, I think he had Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he had Dalvin Cook. So maybe that's why, you know what I mean? Now that I think about it. But yeah, and if I have him, I'm going to move the fuck out of him. If, if somebody's willing to, you know, if, if I can find someone that views him that way. Hey, I got to have Alexander Madison. I'm cool. I got him. What do you know? Here, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need to find that guy. You know what I'm oh, we got to see. Like, I, I want to get like from some of these Minnesota people, like Dion, Marty, and the Superflex. What's the highest you're drafting, Alexander Madison? Like, would <laughs> you take him in the fourth or the fifth round, or does he have to fall to the sixth, seventh, eighth round? Joe Mixon or Alexander Madison? I'm on the Joe Mixon side. Yeah, right. Seems yeah. pretty easy. Um, I mean, a lot of these are pretty easy for me. Like, I, you know what I mean? I mean, Cook, I mean, Cook, Madison really got to be at a at a, a decent value for me to be like, okay. But I, I mean. But he's not, not going to be. Not now. I, I think low end, uh, I think just how I think he's going to finish. I think low end RB2 is like his ceiling. You know what I mean? See, that's get crazy. You said low end RB two is his ceiling. That's twenty yeah, to twenty four. That's his ceiling. There's a that's lot of nothing though. Like what? 
That's There's nothing. a lot of running backs, though. And then, <laughs> but you know what, though? He's probably like, will you be surprised if they do some type of committee here? I mean, like, I know we're all thinking there's no cookies going to get it all, but what if there is some type of committee? I'm like, the one who is out on Alexander Madison. Yeah. You said that he's going to fit, that he, that his ceiling is yeah. low. Uh, that's, man, that's crazy. What, what did Dalvin Cook finish at out of a full year last year? I don't know. See what I'm saying? Like, you're going to need touchdowns. I don't think, you're, you know what I mean? Like, the work is there. Are you, you know what I mean? If you're not going to touchdowns, you know, that's what that's what a lot of those guys that that jump up into that RB two territories, those guys that are punching you in a ton. You know what I mean? Like if you know if you're getting all the yards and all that shit and the tugs and stuff like that, then you deserve to be you deserve to be drafted high. I, I like I said, I think he gets eighteen and twenty touches on a good week. Yeah, you know so I mean? that's, finished as the RB twelve last year. So if you're saying he's that's getting- insane, see, okay, and that's a that's a down cook year. I, I, you, I, you know what's crazy? I don't. Know, that's insane. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold on, one, two. That's that's insane, bro. I I don't. I, no, I finished as RB eleven, but I mean, I keep saying this time and time again. It's so easy to crack the top twelve and be in the ten through twelve range because people get injured, and there's all these guys who shouldn't be in there who end up getting in there. I mean, that is insane how he finished that high. It's insane. Well, yeah. I mean, look at all the guys who got hurt. I, I, I can't even think who got hurt. I mean, there's Javante, Breeze. Um, I mean, I guess Walker not even being, uh, you know, from the yeah, Walker not being the all the way guy, uh, year guy. Uh, uh, who else was an all the way year guy? Um, Aaron Jones, I know, missed a couple games. Uh, uh, fucking Damien. Actually, Peter. Aaron Jones still finished higher than him, missing a couple games. Wow. Najee, not okay. having so what? Okay, so what? Maybe I'll give him a mid range RB2 as a ceiling. Well, I mean, if you think he's going to play the whole year, like that's what I mean. Like it, it comes down to health, like uh, like 99% of the time. With I mean, that's the only time I'm ever saying I'm, I'm always going to assume when I when I'll say some kind of, you know, ranking or, or, uh, or well, where I think they're finished, it's always like because I assume they're playing the whole year, you know what I mean? Yeah. If he plays the whole year, if he's really the three down back, he should be able to finish as a top 15 guy. Like, I mean, because people are just going to get hurt. I mean, the, the, it's running backs. They always do every single year. Like, there was this theory that I had, and I wish I'd been tracking it since I thought about this. But it was uh, seeing how many running backs actually made it on playoff teams that were drafted. And, like, it's crazy how little that actually ends up being. Yeah, and then it is kind of crazy because CMC was one of the the most traded last year. Yeah. Like in fantasy, like before the trade deadlines and people, you know, like November time, right? Yeah. But then uh, CMC was uh, one of the right, he was one of the guys that was on damn near everybody's championship team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so, uh, you know, there was a lot of teams that lost Super Bowls last year that had Kelsey in it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe not even Super Bowls, lost playoffs. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, who else uh, was like, another common? What was another? Co- oh, uh, Deontay Foreman was on a bunch of teams. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just you just you know what I mean? Like it, the running backs, bro. Like they just almost don't ever last. So you know what I mean? Like you're a lot of times you see these rookies or these you know Keyshawn Vaughns or fucking you know Jared Pattersons. You know what I mean? These backup guys that get a role in in playoffs, the fantasy playoffs. You know what I mean? Because of the guy before him got hurt. And it's funny, like with the. Uh... 
let's just say with the casual fantasy fans where they're like, oh, man, like your RBs just suck unless you have like three guys in the top 12 or, you know, something like that. And it's wild because every single fantasy manager in that league, and there's probably 10 to 12 of them, are feeling the exact same way. Like it is almost impossible unless you hit on the guys who aren't drafted inside the top 12. So like this past year, I mean, Eckler, CMC, Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Barkley, Nick Chubb, all those guys are drafted. Hello. What? what? <laughs> Stevenson, though. Stevenson and Pollard. You had to hit on those guys to be able, you know, to maybe triple up on your uh, RBs inside the top 12. And then Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook, who are also drafted, you know, pretty high there. That's the I top had, I had a bunch you of know, And Lenny, Ford, Lenny got in there. He squeaked inside the top 12. Yeah, he did it. By, he did it by all the receptions. I think he had like a hundred percent catch rate. It might have been like Tom Brady was. He was like on fifty nine targets for fifty eight receptions. So, so it, 80, 73 for eighty three, but still okay. All right. That's, That's pretty good. good. That's pretty fucking good, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Damn, I'm gonna miss Tom Brady, man. Yeah, you got no balls. Did you hear that? That what? I, I, did you hear that he has no balls, bro? Yeah, he does. He's got a whole big tree of balls growing out in his backyard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, being part of the divorce, he's like, oh, I just want my balls back. He's like, no, I'm keeping the balls. Is it uh, is it a coincidence that avocados have some of the biggest seeds out there? See, I mean, shit, they, they call it big nuts, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's funny because that's what I, I mean. They call it the pit. Uh huh. The avocado pit. Yeah. Yeah. You ever looked at one of those things? I mean, it's huge, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, and it, it, it's damn near a testicle. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know I have balls myself. So when I, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, it's kind of similar to balls right here. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just think I you're probably not getting. Go, okay. You're probably not getting no Alexander Madison if you if you think you're going to get him out of uh, at a super value because I I want to do like I almost want to do a mock draft like today just to see how high like he'll actually go now. With how about this? Just pull up a list of running backs. Let's just play Alexander Madison or not. Let's do that. Let's just see where like let's see how shitty do we view him. Okay. I definitely like him more than you. I'll say that much. I don't like him much, though. You know, over the years, whenever it was like, you know, like it's always he's always been a conversation. Like, do you hold on to him? If I don't even have Dalvin Cook, should I drop Madison? Like, you know, when you remember that, like, people love the fuck out of Madison. You know what I mean? Okay, so right now on Sleeper, because uh, you know we'll just do everything off of Sleeper. His ADP is one thirty-seven. Okay. The guys who he's getting drafted around, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. The five running backs getting drafted higher than him ADP-wise, Algier, James Cook, A.J. Dillon, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams, and then the five guys uh, ADP-wise below him, Gibson, Zeke, Singletary, Foreman, Elijah Mitchell. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting drafted. I think him in front of all ten of those motherfuckers. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Like, he's yeah, being he drafted. He doesn't belong here right now. This is still because Dalvin Cook, right? Just barely got cut. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, the ADPs haven't changed. Okay, now let me find – now where Dalvin Cook is being drafted is around the 59 range, okay? 59! <laughs> and the three running backs who are being drafted higher than him. 
Uh, or actually, how about the three that are getting drafted below him? Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, and Aaron Jones. So, Marty, you said you'd grab him around the J.K. Dobbins range? I'd take J.K. over him. I'd take Aaron Jones over him. I'll take J.K. over uh, – I'll take – I'll take J.K. over him, and I'll take him, I'll take Madison over Aaron Jones. So I think that's the range. Okay. Okay. Well, how about the couple guys that are getting drafted higher than him? Uh, Pierce, Swift, Javante, and Joe Mixon. You take in. Uh, I, 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 take, I mean, I'll take him over uh, the Swift and Javante. Outside of that, I'll take the other guys over Madison. And Pearson, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then the guys going right. higher than that, then you start getting into – Ramondre, Najee, Pollard. You're not. Are you? Yeah. Chubb, Derrick Henry. I'm taking. I'm gonna lie to you. I probably, I'll probably have Madison, and not Tony Pasta. But it doesn't mean I'll take Tony Pasta over him. I just won't have any Pollard. Like I mean, yeah. Like if you're put in a value, let's say it's the eighth yeah. round. Like Tony Pasta's our last yeah. round. But let's say it's the eighth round. You take Pasta or Madison. I take. They lasted. I take Madison. Okay, so no I'd matter. Rather, I'd rather get a guy who's going to get a full workload. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you so mentioned Tony Pasta truth. There's like he's going to get all the work, bro. No, yeah, but that's, I mean that's someone that we're kind of fading anyways. But okay, mm-hmm. that's where we see that's the range. So I mean, he's going to be being he's going to be based off of this. If he does move up to where Cooks being drafted and a little bit higher, he's going to be drafted as a top fifteen guy. You ever eat a hash of gogos? Yeah. I used to get pissed because uh, uh, I would go in there and I would get the shittiest service. But then I realized, um, like, the later in the morning you go, like, they're open at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was going to say, they're down there open all night because every time I used to go there, it's like, you know, they just opening is like, fucking whatever, 3, 4, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I went with my cousin. He's the one who introduced me to this the place. The food is so fire there, bro. His family and my family went, but we went. It was like seven or eight o'clock in the morning, so it's hella early, and everyone's doubly packed. No, it was still. It was where uh, it was. It was only, where, I mean, because that's why you, well, you know what I'm thinking. We kind of beat the rush a little bit, is what. It yeah, was. I'm thinking about like 10, 12 years ago too, like when it was still Empire, because like it was like people were falling. Like, no one went to Empire for the hotel. You know what I mean? They were going there for the cheap tables or hash a go go. You know what I mean? Crispy said, trade him, straight him to me. <laughs> Give me that. I got him in 11. <laughs> Marty said, did you guys hear about the streaming platform? Kick uh, is paying streamers 16 an hour. I mean. Like kick, like K-I-K? Kick, like you spelled it like the normal kick. Is it K-I-C-K? Because, you know what I'm saying? That means like bloods fuck with it. Because if it's K-I-C-C, it's some crip shit. Mm, it's brand new, it looks like. I've never heard of this shit. Um, I don't know, bro. I, mean, I ain't going to lie to you. Um, $16 an hour is to make me like exactly be like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I think it's... Uh, I think I mean, maybe if I was like, like 15 years old, I'd be like, oh, shit. I think it's just incentive to get people streaming over here because it looks like it's a brand new like streaming type of service. Bro... I mean, well, I mean, it's not a streaming service. It's like a YouTube or whatever. It's like one of those apps where people are gaming and streaming on it. But uh, it, looks like, it looks like it's brand new, though. I never heard. There's of it. another one. It's called Rumble. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember I brought, I brought that to your attention because uh, yeah. uh, Chat Sports, right? That shout out to Todd Downey and all the motherfuckers over there. Uh, they got a Niner channel, but uh, those fools they 
always uh, say, oh, check us out on Rumble. And I'm like, what the fuck is Rumble? Yeah, see, I got to um, – it's really just taking the time to upload the video there because I don't know what the parameters are for live streaming, but I know I'm not able to live stream. Okay, um, on Rumble? Yeah, it's a, okay. there must be a certain amount of followers or, like, something before you can live stream. Yeah, with uh, TikTok, that's another one we've been trying to get to a thousand with uh, with the Lego channel. We're like so close because once you hit a thousand, yeah, you, can you can start going. You can start live streaming and again. <laughs> yeah, so we could do some live Lego builds over there. Maybe get some Mario Kart or some sixty four. You know, games going. Yeah. On. It's uh, it's crazy because yeah, like Chris, we said that that's like minimum uh, wage in this economy. It depends on where you live, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm minimum, minimum wage. wage in uh, well no isn't it like 17 or 1650 or something like that so let's see is i mean yeah right let's see cali minimum wedge at 1550 oh wow okay yeah you know it's crazy because you know we don't work those jobs bro you know what i'm saying yeah but i mean i but i remember when i was when i when i was working jobs they had i mean it was a long time ago but like this is still when minimum wage is like I don't know, maybe like seven or eight dollars, but they pretty much showed the progression of what minimum wage is going to jump to. Like, it's not until like 30, 30 where it starts, like, you know, like getting up there, you know, to where maybe it's getting, uh, you know, $17 or some shit. I mean, it's, like that. Entire, it's an entire economy thing, right? Like, you know, where's the economy at? If the con, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, like, when you uh when whenever you hear like old stories about like hustlers or something like that, they'd be like, Yeah, in nineteen seventy seven he grossed twenty eight million. In today's money, that would be a billion. You know what I mean? Like they you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like whatever the economy's at, like because like for example, look at this. This 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 this, this for my personal uh, just just what happened with us, we moved from the bay to here. And my girl, she's applying everywhere, but like she's very specific. She wants her bay rate, you know what I mean? Yeah. She wanted to get the same money she was getting paid in the Bay. And then, like, then that's the thing is, like, most of these jobs are like, yeah, we can do that eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we want to bring you in at, you know, woo-wop price uh, an hour because, you know what I'm saying? That's the market out here. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in, when you're living in the Bay, of course, jobs are paying more. And, of course, rent is more because they complement each other, right? Hey, you can't, you can't have the rent rates hella high. If the jobs in the area aren't 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 compensating, right? right. I mean, like, and yeah. Michael, if you go to uh, fantasyfootballhustler.com, it's got all the links. But <coughs> FF Hustler four twenty, that's the the fantasy TikTok, and then Stacking Bricks <coughs> is the uh, Stacking Bricks is the Lego channel, and we're at nine hundred and seventy four uh, followers right now. So we're like, literally man, I probably get Man, I probably um, you know it's crazy about TikTok is like they you get money off your shit, right? But like, well, yeah, I mean, you yes could. No. Yes. Well, it's a yes and no. I mean, you got to get like, I think a million views for like 20 bucks or like some shit like that. Yeah, I'll get that, that word. But my point yeah. is you get money, but yeah. don't take your money it's, it's, if ever you get a video that's flagged. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, it's very easy to get flagged on there, apparently. Yeah, and like, I can't, like, like there's no weed, nothing, you know, like, no, there's no, no, none of that. Can't even, like, like, okay, say you build like a Lego animal like a bear or something and then you destroy the oh. bear they'll take oh, that yeah. down that's yeah. our animal cruelty it represents like you know what i mean like it's so crazy the shit that they'll flag you for so like yeah you know what i mean i'm already banned from tiktok i'm not even on that bitch <laughs> <laughs> you come over here you're gonna get god bro 
<laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The, no weed, no weed stuff will ever be on the TikTok or anything like that. And yeah, Marty said true, but that's like a hundred bucks a day as much as y'all stream. Exactly. It's like it's really just get get more money, you know, coming in. Because like, yeah, like I, I mean, a lot of times we're not making sixteen dollars an hour on these YouTube streams. You know, we're streaming for like a couple hours. It just depends on because uh, they don't. We're not getting any advertisers from YouTube because of the weed stuff. But I'd rather go hard with the weed even if that means losing out on I, I mean I think it's because we're okay in, in actual life too you yeah know I mean? you know, else, uh, for sure we would be on everything and we'd be watching how we talk and we wouldn't be smoking and you know what I mean like is you know what I mean like we would conform to whatever it was if that was the case you know what I mean but look at this crispy said I started my plumbing career through a temporary agency at 335 an hour First job I had, it was wow. $6.75. I was the minimum wage back in uh, 2002. Yeah, fuck me. I started selling weed when I was like fucking 15, 14, something like that. 15. I started selling weed. I was like, bro, this is how you get it right here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, this shit right here, bro. And I'm like looking around like, man, why isn't everybody selling weed? I'm like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> the tree and like everybody loves you bro you're the weed man bro like it's just like never gonna work a regular job and i've worked a ton of regular jobs you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying like i remember temp agencies were the shit to me because it'd be like sure i need to make like a rack i'm gonna go get a temp job for like two weeks you know what i mean yeah and like you know and, and even then yeah the jobs would be like it would be like 15 an hour but the agency is giving you 1250 you know what i'm saying okay the, It'd be that type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, saying, my first pizza job was like 14 out of pizza joint. Man, well, they, they were really good. fucking good, bro. Yeah. But I bet you it wasn't a full time, though. You know what I mean? Never he probably know. working like three, four nights or three nights a week, some shit like that. Like, hey, look at it. Look at this. Man, a lot of people that I that I grew up with that worked those jobs, I'd be like, why the fuck you work at fucking macaroni grill, bro? Like, bro, the tips. Or like my man, he's been working at Dave and Buster's for about twenty years, bro. And he's, you know, just, just running. I was working at fucking Subway in a nicer area, and I was getting more off the of tips because I was just hooking people up. Like I didn't get yeah. like you're getting dope ass sandwiches if you came into me. He was giving people a foot and a half long. He's like, you know what? Give me an extra half. Yeah, I mean, I was getting five and ten dollar tips from people, like as much as a sandwich costs. You know, like I was getting that. Tip. They're like, hey man, they're like, make me. <laughs> Make it two sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that one's for you, bro. I remember one. I remember one of my friends who uh, ended up coming through. He got mad because he said the sandwich was so big that it broke on him <laughs> when he was in the car, like driving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they got them skinny ass breads, though. You know what I mean? Okay, it was well, a sandwich. You, I was like, man, see you in that shitty tuna, though. <laughs> when you used to make your sandwich, like uh -huh. what, what what was on it? Uh, it would be uh, ham, what? turkey. What? Uh, salami and bacon and just bread. Those, those would be the meats. Oh well, I mean, oh, I would have like lettuce and pickles. And okay, cool. And shit like that, but yeah, that was uh, yeah. Those he were had the man. Okay, he had the he had the all land animals that no one really puts together. Huh? <laughs> and he had two bacon. He had two pigs in there. He's like little bacon and ham. Be like, oh, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, the other uh, the other go to was the. Uh, Either the chicken bacon ranch, but I but I like getting mm -hmm. it with the uh, with the what's it called with the actual like you know the the chicken like patty almost versus like the pieces of chicken. 
Oh, they got they got they had like chicken stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I would get for the longest time would be the uh, the it was like the oven roasted chicken or something, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, bacon on that bitch, and then uh, put the cheese on top of everything, and then throw it in the fucking uh, the oven. The oven. Yeah. That's yeah, it. uh, Subway was so good when when I was a kid because it was like hella cheap. You know what I mean? You know what's fucking funny. Oh man, okay, my bad, cut you off. You know it's fucking funny. I told you about the LeBron movie, right? That's on Peacock. Okay, like, always, yeah, eating by, by always eating Subway and that shit. <laughs> I mean, that was the time though, when he, well, I know I, I'm pretty Bron- sure Bron's what like a year. He's your year. Uh, right? one year. He's one year LeBron, old. I think he's eighty five. He's eighty five or eighty six. So like yeah, that. yeah. He's one yeah. year uh, one year older than me. Which yes, is like you know it was to think about. Yeah, we was out here. We was all out here running around the same time with the goddamn five five dollar five dollar long. Because <laughs> everything that they're showing in high school is like, I mean, it's when me and you were in high school. So yeah. I mean, that, that's one thing that is kind of cool, just seeing okay. how people were rocking in uh, in Ohio, you know, versus we might have been rocking over in Cali. You know, it's funny as somebody on this podcast I was just watching. He, uh, he, uh, but shout out to China Mac. But he was like, and he's a real, he's straight uh, New Yorker, you know what I mean? And he was like, he was in there with some overalls on, and he had some Tims. And he's like, man, this is how I used to dress in high school. He's like, oh, I need a jam sport now. <laughs> and it's just funny because, like, man, jam sports, jam sports for the shit, huh? Yeah. And that really worked, but I like, was just like the go-to. <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't nothing fancy about it at all. Maybe it had, like. No one yep. could clown you if you had a jam sport. How about that? I always had the plain jeans too. I like the plain jeans. I didn't like the ones with the like the suede bottoms. Okay. Remember that it'd be you'd have like a green backpack and like a brown suede bottom or something <laughs> like that. Like, I'm just cool off of that. I'm like, yo, yeah. you just give me the straight up black joints, you know what I mean? And that motherfucker went crazy. <laughs> but uh I'll tell you if I didn't tell you guys already, the guy who brings the movie together. It's fucking it, it's Wood Harris, man. It's Ace. He's in that movie and he's the the dude's dad. And um it's crazy. So he actually took over the the basketball program that uh, that the high school that they all went to. He's still the coach of there now. Like he was like an AAU coach. And or well, really it was an AAU coach because I, I didn't know Bron's dad was a coach. That's hard. No, 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 no. Bron doesn't have a dad. Well, I mean he has a dad, obviously. His dad was the one that took off. It was like they had a they had a group of four of them that yeah, were like Bron's dad's hella mad now, huh? <laughs> we get a dude like the like the Tiger Woods and his daddy. <laughs> yeah, and like it was funny because like um, they pretty much said like LeBron would go to school anywhere. Like um, like he it's not that he didn't have a choice necessarily, but his mom was like I don't know always working. At least that's the way that they showed it. She's working double shifts all the time and shit. <laughs> And uh, she was like, she just wanted him to go to a place where he could play basketball and not get in trouble. <laughs> See, LeBron's the type of motherfucker. She's like, okay, honey, you're 11 years old. I'm going to teach you how to drive because you look like you're 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is going over here, driving himself to school. <laughs> junior high, bro. He was getting <laughs> the teacher. He's like, <laughs> he's like, fuck it, baby. Come with me. He's like, you know. I'm the future, baby. <laughs> he knew it, though. But that movie is worth a watch. I think it's called Shooting Stars. He's a bitch. He has a lottery, bitch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's about... Uh, it, 
I mean, LeBron's, I mean, obviously he's one of the main characters, but he's not the main character. He's I not mean, the main character. You know, I'm, I, I'm just going to say it, bro. Fuck LeBron. I can't stand that motherfucker. You're going to laugh if you do watch it when he loses to Carmelo because that was like his first like adversity in uh, in high school is actually playing the number one team in the country. And uh, Melo did him in. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy is, man, I used to always like Carmelo because cause he backed Lala, bro. Lala was always hot to me. Yeah. I always jock Lala. It's funny because when I first started seeing my lady, and matter of fact, shout out to her. Happy anniversary, babe. 20 years today. Ooh. She was crazy, right? Yeah. She tried to hit me one of those, you know what tomorrow is? I'm like, Thursday? I start fucking with her. <laughs> it's Thursday, man. What, what? And I'm like, shut up. You ain't know I know. <laughs> this morning, I was telling her, I said, I told you we'd have a bunch of kids in our house. Because I remember, like, I, you, you know what's crazy, bro? I was telling this to Ricky uh, when, we were, when he had him on the other day. It was like, I was that kid when I was young. Like, bro, I'm about to have a big family one day. You know what I mean? Like, I always took care of all my guys. always took care of everybody. Everybody eats. Everybody this, I'm lacing game. Everybody, you like, oh, you don't know, let me teach you. I was always that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wanted to have hella kids. All my, all my, I, I didn't have no blood brothers. So all my little cousins and stuff like that, I raised all of them, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my little cousin Francis and all the, the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they will all tell you too. Like, yeah, it didn't surprise me to see motherfucker had hella kids. The funny shit is when I run into people I ain't seen in a long time. Yeah. Like, you know, a rest in peace to my man he, when he had just took his life. You know, you see a lot of people you ain't seen in a minute. And um, my first be like, damn, bro, you got four kids, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, you know Bogart got four kids, bro? What? Then my brother, what? <laughs> you just can't fucking believe it because they remember me when I was wilding. You know what I mean? It's but funny. It's like, you know, if you family. really paid attention when I was wilding, I was that motherfucker that had, you know what I mean? I got plans, bro. You know what I mean? It was my family that made me not want to have uh, more, <laughs> more than a few. I fucking, it's funny because I love my family so much. That's why I was like, I got to keep this thing going. I feel bad for my kids that they don't have it like I did growing up. Because there's 14 there's fourteen siblings in my mom's side. And they were all in America, in Cali. You know what I mean? Okay. Seven brothers, seven sisters. So, so you're mom, saying your mom has seven brothers and six Yeah, my mom is one of seven uh, girls. And then there's seven boys. Yeah. And uh, she's like smack dab in the middle, like age wise. So it's kind of crazy because she has older sisters that are like, you know, 15, 20 years older than her, where yeah. their kids are my mom's age and they kick it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They like they kick it tough. You know what I'm saying? Like then there's, you know, like I I have first cousins that are like, like I said, yeah, I have first cousins that are my mom's, my mom and dad's generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there, then I have. I have uh, first cousins, like I said, that are that are like you know damn that, that are uh, like maybe older than my older sister, and yeah. their kids are like the ones that I grew up with. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's a real there's layers of this generation shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, it's it's, it's it, I was really fortunate to grow up with a tight tight knit family like that because our parties were dumbass lit, bro, and we'll go to the lake or go to the fucking wherever the fuck we're at, right? And bro, like we would get into some shit, bro. You yeah. fuck with my family, bro, and there's hell of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like we were always hella deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and I was never raised on no Johnny Dangerous shit neither. Like, don't don't be acting bad just because there's hell of us. You know what I mean? Type of shit. It's just like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, I mean, we were raised right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, it's a trip. 20 years is uh, nothing to sneeze at. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, one thing, it was crazy. I just found out too many secrets about my family after I became an adult. And I was like, wow. I was like, I'm the black sheep for like smoking weed. But uh, this person over here is doing this for this long. Yeah, it's a big portion of my family. Because, you know, everyone always has that rapist uncle in their family, right? I was 25 when I found out. About, I, I, uh, see, here's the thing. I don't know. Family. I don't have a convicted rapist uncle, but I have the one, one of my mom's brothers. He didn't have no kids, no girl ever, right? He's the weirdo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's the type of dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when, we, when we all get faded, and then, like, my my girl cousins would be like, yo, he's, uh, you know, Uncle Alex. And ironically, his name's Alex. <laughs> like, Uncle Alex, bro, he's, he'd be weird. He'd be weirding them out, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, because if I was to think, like, yeah, he definitely he definitely had that sexual assault vibe going on, you know what I mean? Like, he's ready to offend somebody at any given yeah. moment, you know what I mean? Because you, you talk about, uh, the generational trauma of things like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen it firsthand, but it's happened firsthand in my family where it's the next generation. Oh, shit. You told me about this, bro, where bro is like, he's like, people welcome him back and he, he's a known abuser, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and I don't well, know. They don't welcome him back, but he's there. Who knows how long it was going on? And it was with his stepdaughter. So there's oh one who's his stepdaughter, and then the two daughters from them, you know, they were just younger. And then it was her daughter, it was that the stepdaughter's daughter who committed suicide. And like, I don't mm -hmm. even know if she was 30 and like shit like that. Like, I, man, she, I know that she was wilding out and going crazy. And who the hell knows what, uh, what, who the hell knows what happened to her if he didn't do anything like that to her? You know, so I don't I mean, know. One it's, a butterfly, it's a butterfly effect, bro. It's one little fucked up part of my family, but it's crazy that, like, everyone. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I would just think I would like all these other people. Just on principle alone, just to let motherfuckers know what time it is, bro, and what type of time I'm on, I'll beat the fuck out of that dude. Even if I could, even if he was bigger than me, and then I'll just I'll steal off on his ass. <laughs> You know I mean? then, I, then, I, then I'd flash on everybody for allowing this bitch ass motherfucker to be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's some shit, bro. Like, I I mean, man, he should kill himself, bro. Like, that's crazy, bro. I'll make him kill himself, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like shit like that, bro. I, I got daughters, bro. That shit may, angers me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, my, the, my I mean, I've been being not knowing about that until you're 25 and finding out about that. Like, yeah. Like, that fucking changed that changed me and like everything in my family. That's 25 years of how you used to view this motherfucker, right? I would imagine. Yeah. And you're like, yo, this guy's a piece of shit. I'll beat the fuck out of that dude. I'll be like, fuck that shit. I'm okay with getting beat up if I'm trying to go, if I'm trying to fuck this type of person up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I think that's the real savage, bro. <laughs> a real savage is not afraid to get fucked up, but but the type of savagery I'm on is because I gotta stand for something, bro. You know what I mean? Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Every, every time I be around, I slap the plate out of his hand. This ain't no food for you, bro. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what I mean? And he'll get a problem. I, I would make it a problem that he don't even want to show up no more. Yeah, I'm about to be there, bro. Don't show up. I'm going to slap the plate. I'm going to slap the food out your mouth every time. No food you know for what's Because no you know what's for crazy is right after and, and seeing, I don't even know how it would work for you because you were first, uh, your parents were first generation like immigrants over here. So I'm like my grandparents. They were the first generation. 
over yeah. here for my mom's side. Uh, my mom's side lived in San Diego. My dad's side lived in L.A. mostly. And, okay. Uh, so we were just around my mom's side. I mean, family. like a lot of Italians would, right? Like, there's, you know what I mean? That's where the community is at, for real. Yeah. And so we go to, uh, I mean, we're at my, my grandma's house, like, for everything. Every event, you know, whatever. It's always happening there. But it's after she... She got Alzheimer's like right at the end, like as she was going out and like pretty much as that started happening, like then you saw like the family's not like everything changed. It's literally like soul food where everything changed after Big Mama like passed away. Like it was like, Mama, you know, I love you. But people only came around for her. I know. I love my mama. <laughs> Mama, you're the queen of my heart. <laughs> That's always the shit, right? <laughs> Come on, man. Voice of men, what? That's like one of the greatest mama songs ever, bro. That's up there with, with Dear Mama. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is a... <coughs> Marty said, and Bogey's uncle might be the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. They ain't never found them. You know what's crazy about the Zodiac Killer is that so many people tried to claim to be him. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. after the fact. And uh, there's, a, like, the one guy, if you watch the... Uh, the movie's pretty fucking good, too. Like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times the people will write, the, when they write the script for, like, shit based on truth, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, you know, uh, highlight certain things to create their... This one was pretty fucking good. Like, it was, like, pretty to the T about you know what I mean what we know what we don't know and yeah. um yeah because the guy they suspect he actually died at one point so it's like the guy that they truly thought it was him he dies yeah. at one point but then the letters keep coming yeah and and you know and then and became you know because uh copycat copycat killers stuff like that that became a real thing you know what I'm saying like I mean I mean it's kind of like uh, I mean I mean uh, what's the word I'm looking for it's infamy right so like, I'm like, look at this real quick. See, right. we already got Madison trades, Pacheco, and a third, and a Rob for Madison or Madison. Uh, I probably take that Pacheco and a third. Yeah, but but like, here's the thing too. If this this is a trade that's going on now, so I know it's dynasty. Yeah. That's why because I'm okay with having him if I'm going to throw him in my lineup this year. Like he's. I think whoever has Alexander Madison right now in Dynasty, that guy's probably your fourth, fifth running back. Like he's a bench guy. Probably, yeah. That's gonna get in your lineup. So you yeah. know what I mean? It's you could move him or package him up and get top heavier. You know what I mean? Because right now you've probably been no one's like clamoring for Alexander Madison, I would hope, unless you have just a really bad team and you're like, yes, I could use Dalvin Cook now. You know what I mean? Or what's his name? Madison. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Overreaction of fantasy football. People are getting hella hyped. I mean, <laughs> if I had him, which I don't anywhere, but uh, I mean, this is just because you hate him. <laughs> this was an extreme raise in value, though. You know, like literally today. I mean, this is the stock. You know, just doubling or tripling. You know, at this exact moment, might be time. I to sent AJ. This was uh, a couple months ago. I sent AJ. Shout out to my son. I. Uh, I sent him a 2024, a 2023 second, and I brought back Juju and Madison. And uh, I felt really fucking good about that because it's just like, you know what I mean? That's how 
that's how you buy the fuck out of some players that no one wants, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he did not end up to see because I happened to run into a guy that didn't like those guys that he had. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? You gotta find yeah. somebody like that it. really that loves makes Madison. I just pulled up Facebook right now, and the first post in the, the the group that we have, are we going all in on Madison last year? Cook was a top 10-11 last year. And then let's see what the comments say. <laughs> the first one is Madison stinks. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is funny as a fuck. The next one is, nah, I'm taking a look at McBride. Okay. Um, the next hey, one. That guy thinks he's smart. I'm, I'm looking at McBride. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a bench guy sitting on your fucking bench, and you're gonna need an injury. The next one here. I've been holding on to him in Dynasty for years. Whenever Cook is hurt, Madison puts up similar stats. He may not be as good as Cook, but he's a solid top That's ten for me. He's a true three down back, and the team is hyping him up that way. That's a fact, though. That's how them, that's how my boys in Harlem say it. That's a fact, though. This next person says, I think he'll be a great later round steal, but I wouldn't reach for him in the first three. What in the fuck is wrong with that person? <laughs> in the first three, it's guys like that. Well, it's guys like that you know, you know, QB. I think single QB, though, is probably what it is. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck all of them. See, we're, we're not even on the single QB hype side. I mean, that's yeah, all I'm just not feeling it. Uh, next one, Madison will be an every down back he produced when given a chance. Next one, I've held this man on my roster for years, and I'm about to unleash him. About to unleash this man. I told you, right? He, that's the guy I was talking about. Where this Madison might be like his second running back that he could start. You know what I mean, like, yeah. yes, <laughs> I've been waiting all this long, and so, finally. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Finally, the rock has come back to Las Vegas. Okay, can you can you do me a favor? Uh, and also, uh, all, all our Minnesota cats in the chat. Does Alexander Madison have a locker room nickname? <laughs> I swear to God, a lot of times that changes my perspective on but <laughs> Don't let him have like. Like if they call him Alexander the Great or something, I'll be like, nah, that's whack. You know what I mean? His nickname you know is Deuce. Deuce? Yeah. Deuce. Nickname Deuce. And that's uh, because he's nearly a clone of Cook. Wow. That might have given I think I love him now. Cause that gives him a chip on. Oh yeah? Y'all just think I'm just a rip-off of Dalvin Cook? Watch this. Give me the box. You know what I mean? Or he is just a big old deuce, just a big old steaming pile of oh, shit. shit. <laughs> he's like uh he was like i was one of the only children one of the very rare unprecedented children born through the rectal canal you know what <laughs> I mean? he took a left and went to the other he was like fuck the womb if the regime right he was like i'm gonna do this he came out of his wife and shit off of him we'll call him alexander <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, when I had my son, I remember I was like, he has to look like me or he's not, or he's not, he's not a third. Because I'm a junior. Uh-huh. And I remember when he popped out, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's me for sure. He looks just like me. You know what? We're giving him the name. But it took me like 24 hours. Just kept looking at him in the hospital. Hmm. I think he looks like me, bro. 
And Dominic, we're working on getting that last spot filled in the 14th. Bogey just joined it. Crispy just joined it. Yeah, we got one more spot. It's a one oh, in, in the 24. In the 24, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's definitely the buy-in that's weeding out a lot of the uh, the unserious people because people hit me up on Facebook all the time about it because I, I posted about it a few times over the last week. And uh, but yeah, it, it's really that one thirty-five. Like <laughs> people want to play in like ten dollar, twenty dollar dynasty leagues. Is, yeah, uh, but I don't want to play with people that are just gonna be like, oh, I suck in this league. I'm yeah, and yeah. Like, that's, that's why they don't last. <laughs> Put your fucking money where your mouth is and put some value to it. And, like, no matter what, bro, like, this is what I told myself a long time ago when I started doing hell leagues. I'm like, no matter what, my time is never going to equate to the value, the money value, yeah. even if I win everything. But it's because I enjoy it. And because I enjoy it, I'm getting – like, you can't buy this type of joy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I fucking – I love this shit. So, you know what I mean? But it's also, like, I got to be in some type of money league. You know what I mean? It's got to be, like, some <laughs> some substantial – some I can hold. Some like I could be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Spicoli said. I better be able to buy some bottle service with that bag. You know what I mean? Like Spicoli said, snow hobby, it's a way of life. I love that. <laughs> we gotta put that on a shirt, god damn it. Oh uh, yeah. Spinoli's face on that motherfucker. <laughs> I want to start making sense. shirts with me and I have the, the talking bubble. Mm -hmm. And I just I'm saying all the dumb shit I say. Yeah. Yeah, those Here will be we go. Here we go. Banks said Madison's a new Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. He got paid fairly well for two years. He will do well. And he said, but then again, I love Madison, so I am biased. <laughs> and then when you say the new Dalvin Cook, I don't know. They're like someone like me kind of scared. It scares me to hear something like that. I don't want the new guy, the new version of the guy who I gotta worry about dying on me. And at least in this case, when you had Dalvin Cook, you you could be like, Yeah, go ahead, die, Dalvin. I got Alexander Madison. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think anyone's like, hell yeah, got Madison. And guess what, bro? Picked up McBride. <laughs> Except that one guy in there in the comments. He was like, I'm just going to get McBride everywhere. Right. <laughs> right. This, this sixth round running back is going to be. It's not a bad strategy. It's, it, it's the same mentality that people that were drafting Madison that didn't have Cook. You know what I mean? All these years. what I mean, it's not even like they were able to use Madison. It, it wasn't like, hey, fuck Aaron Jones. I'll get A.J. Dillon. You were able to start A.J. Dillon. You know what I mean? Like the people that are gonna wait on McBride, he's a he's a bench clogger until someone gets hurt. Like that's just, and that's how I view it now. I'm, I could be wrong. You know what I mean? Like maybe I just don't play like that in uh, in redraft. Like, yeah, on that dynasty. Yeah, we're gonna try to get everyone that we can on the same squad. But redraft, I'm not wasting my spot on guys who like I need X, Y, and Z to happen before they could be relevant. Because if I got a relevant guy on my bench, I might be able to move him for someone or package him up with someone else and move him for a better person, you know, right off the bat. Mama, <laughs> you know I love you. And you know I love you, Mama. Mama, you're the queen of my <laughs> And office <laughs> redraft leagues, it's for the office leagues. You'll change your opinion if you start playing with us because we don't just do the traditional like redraft leagues. Like, I mean, we do the guillotine league, which is fucking what? like the survivor. It's uh every single everyone versus everyone, a real battle royal. Lowest scoring team every week is chopped, and then their team is thrown right back into the free agency. Uh yeah. cool. Well, how That's many how do we get? We get a thou wow. How much fab we got? Uh, yeah, it's a thousand fat, yeah, a thousand dollars. And guess who's the reigning champion? Yeah, no one has. No one has. 
Man, I've been playing in guillotine leagues for years, and like this was the. I mean, it, you know, like it, it's a learning experience because you never know really how, how you never know how shit's gonna go. And I feel like last year, um, everything just fell like perfectly because I almost lost in like week four or some shit like that. Like I almost, I almost was the lowest. Is Antonio in the chat? At all? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see him in the chat. Uh-uh. Okay, good. Because Antonio, Antonio makes me want to drink vodka all the time. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having a good ass time already this morning. Yeah, anything can happen. You definitely need a little bit of luck. But yeah, it starts off with 18 uh, players, and then uh, goes all the way down. You know, to the end when it's only two left in uh, in week 17. And it's crazy. It was me and Devo who made it all the way down, and Devo just <laughs> like week after week, just he was like, "How the fuck am I still here?" <laughs> Week fucking 11, Arizona versus whoever the fuck they were playing on that Monday. I needed one fucking point. One point in a PPR from Greg fucking Dorch. Fuck you, Greg Dorch. And and I'm and I'm, and Devo, he's dead, basically. Devo's like, bro, he's already like conceding victory to me. Bro, you're gonna move on. And he's like, shut up, Devo. Trying to jinx me. And then here's Greg Dorch. Boom. Fucking first possession of the game. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Right to fucking Greg Dorch. First play of the game. He catches the ball. Woo, I win. Then he gets blasted. Oh, no. And he gets dropped for negative yards. And then fumbles it. Oh, no. And then he's down. Oh, no. And then I lose. Man, that was some fucked fucking up Fucking exhilarating. Luck. That was some fucked up luck right there. <laughs> and he went on to go all the way and not still not win. He got fucked that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Debo. That big said I want to get in on the Debo Snatcher Chain League and the Vampire League. So those are two other styles of Let's league. Shout out to my man Bakes, man. The Debo Snatcher Chain League is fucking epic. Like, it's a forced trade league every single week. If you <sighs> you get to steal any player. You, have, you, you It's a starter for a starter. So you send – you got you can steal one of their starters and you send back one of your starters. It's, uh, it's definitely not for the faint at heart. Last year was the first year we hosted this. And uh, I – I already don't I, have testicles, bro. I played the guy who had Herbert or Patrick Mahomes, and I had the other one. So it's you, just like you, right you off the had, bat. You had her, you had uh you had Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah. So I went against a guy who had Herbert. You whooped yeah. him up, you took Herbert, week one. Insane. Patrick Mahomes and Herbert on the same squad. Didn't matter. We went through the dry spell. <laughs> it's funny because Steamboat, he had that that remember in the auction league? He had that stack. And he was yeah. like, bro, he's like, this is the only way you could ever get this type of stack, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? and I'm like, that's true, right? Like, there's only an option least. But see, now if you're in a snatch of chains, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's different. It's all about the timing. All about the timing. I think like my, my ego is too fragile or something. That's why I always eat hella mushrooms all the time. Try to like yeah. beat the ego down because yeah. motherfuckers was to get in the chat last year. Like, bro, I'm about to take your train, bogey. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. I was hella mad. We ain't even played yet, bro. <laughs> I'll play you in week four, bro. While I'm gonna take your shit. <laughs> I'm like, bro, hold on, bro. I thought we was playing fantasy, man. Nah, but where you at? Where you live, bro? <laughs> Hell personal with it. Fuck that shit. Talk it just added. Shit. 
it added another level to the shit talking and like uh, competition though. Cause yeah, like nobody, you never wanted to lose like any game. Like nobody ever, you never want to lose, but these ones, you don't feel good about losing. Cause you're about to give up a player. And you almost have to be like, like, fuck it. Like, um, just tell me when you win, tell me as a commissioner and I'll just punch it in because they get to a point where my is hot. Now nah, I'm not even going to push a step on that trade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had motherfuckers sending me a counter. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works, bro. People forgetting. Remember, I had to call you. I had to call you. Hey, let's just put, just put the push the names through, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker trying to counter me. That's not how this works, bro. People are No, you can have this chain. No, motherfucker. <laughs> you know so funny. People are forgetting. Why are you sending me a counter to force trade? You gotta hit accept. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'd have one just floating around like, you need to hit accept so I can make some moves, bro. Like, I gotta make moves. I can't make moves till you hit accept. Because, look, I swear that uh, – hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Let me see. I think I tracked some of the trades. Yeah. So, let's see. I was in both uh, Last year, I was in both leagues. So, here were – so, the two trades that I that I made uh, in week one was uh, I took uh, JT and I sent back Juju which ended up fucking me kind of in the end. You <laughs> <laughs> actually did his thing. He did his thug fizzle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Fuck, though. Someone, uh, man, this one was on bogey. Uh, took Kelsey and sent back Robert Tunyon in week two. Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> uh, uh, Big Ton stole digs from someone, sent back Drake. In the other and one, that makes me so upset. Is because why is Drake in your starting lineup? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he's like, hell yeah, here's Drizzy. In the other one, fuck JJ gets stolen in week <laughs> one, and Jeff Wilson gets sent back. <laughs> Damn, how the fuck is that guy starting? Jeff Jeff Wilson's not even a starter week one for the Niners, bro. <laughs> it was like Elijah Mitchell and shit. Oh, that's fucking insane, bro. Crispy stole Mahomes week one and sent back Russell Gage. <laughs> How the fuck is he starting Russell Gage, bro? <laughs> and how do you beat the Mahomes? Crazy. <laughs> Who the fuck was starting Russell Gage, bro? Damn, this one was crazy. Fields got stolen and Paris Campbell was sent back. Who the fuck is Paris Campbell in their lineup? Is that what I was doing wrong? I'm supposed to just make sure I have a non-startable player in my lineup. I, I mean, like, that's a strategy, right? It looks like, like I played you in uh, in one of the other ones, and I stole Herbert from you and sent back Jarvis Landry. How the fuck do you have Landry in that lineup? <laughs> that made me fucking mad as fuck, bro. Because this was, this was also week one. It was also week one, you know, what, what these trades are uh, are going off of. So you never know yeah, what that means. Yeah. Started week one. Always. Uh, so stressful. Funny, an office said I was thinking about booting a manager last year for trading away Schultz for Marlon Mack. I mean, I mean here's the thing, though, is like. Dynasty. This is why I don't get I I I can't I, I hate vetoes because listen man you don't fucking know you know what I mean I remember uh there was a guy in one of my home leagues for two weeks this guy worked on trying to get 
And it's a redraft, so two weeks is a long time. This guy was trying to get AP. He gets AP off him, and then AP fucking tears his whatever the fuck it was. Like, or he sprained the MCL or something like. But like, here's here's was the thing is like the trade was was accepted, and we have a veto system. So it took tw- it took forty eight hours before this trade. They get forty eight hours for people to veto it. Within that forty eight hours, the injury happens, and then nobody vetoes. And then he's mad, like, what the fuck y'all veto anything all the time? But then it's like, hey, hey, you know what <laughs> I mean? And people were like, they didn't like the trade to begin with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, but then the injury happened. It was like, and you know, it's one of those dumbass trades that people do. What up, Antonio? What up? See, I knew he was going to show up. I'm drinking vodka. You want me to drink some vodka? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what's, uh, what's funny? There's uh, there's in the league, there uh, the show. Um, I, I think it's like season three or something. So he, he's the one who, like, in the beginning of the season, he's like, or the beginning of the show, he's like the you know won three three titles out of the last four years or whatever. So he's like, shit. Yeah, he's that dude. Yeah, but then he loses in the first year, and then I don't know something in the second year he doesn't win, and then the third year is like I can't do anything right. I'm always starting the wrong guy. All these trades that I make blow up in my face. He was like, now I'm gonna give everything up to this coin. He was like, we're every everything in this. That's the way of the fantasy devil. You know what I call that? <laughs> because yeah. hey, listen, bro. I'm so serious though. It's bad, it's bad fantasy karma. Don't it's like, you know, I don't knock on wood. You know why? Here's my theory on knocking on wood. You're just like you're buying a favor from the devil. Hey, just just let me get by this one right here. And all oh, you no, no, no. Same thing as flipping a coin, all that shit, bro. I'm trying to live my life. And anything I do, this is not just fancy. Anything I do, it, I'm not leaving my life to chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to be calculated as fuck on everything I do. I'm not like, hey, let's just put the coin, bro. <laughs> well, that, I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, I'm, I'm just saying that's me. You know what I mean? It's a TV show. It's meant to be funny. Yeah. But like, here's the thing, though. It's funny. <laughs> I knew a guy like that, bro. <laughs> and like, here's how pathetic he was. There, there'd be times, fuck, uh, anybody got a coin? Nah, he's just, uh, you know what? My cell phone. He's just flipped his cell phone. Yeah. And, and here's what happened. Uh, yeah, Antonio, you're right. Yeah, so like the the Ruxin, the Jewish lawyer, <laughs> like, oh, so this is anything? Trades included? And he was like, yeah, sure. He's like, what do you got? And I can't remember the QB. I was trying to find it on uh, YouTube, but I can't find the clip. But he trades like one of his QBs for like a kicker. And it was a top QB, like Antonio said. I can't remember who it was. And uh, he was like, all right, let's flip the coin. Okay, coin says yes, let's do it. And then uh, and then that week, <laughs> the QB gets injured and the kicker helps him win the game somehow. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm not living my shit to chance because chance is luck. And I'll tell you this much. I will, I... Only know luck is real and that luck exists because I have bad luck. You know what I mean? So I'm not leaving it to chance. I got to make things. I got to put it in my hands, bro. And office said uh, trade went through. I never veto. That's Bush League. I only boot terrible managers. Yeah. And like, so there was uh, there was two instances this year. <laughs> Where I had to tell people <laughs> that I'm not, not going to name any names. No, no, I'll name them. Two instances this year where uh, I had to tell people to chill out on trades and uh, kind of, you know, kind of just, I guess, a nice way of saying it. Like one person was making. Stop trading them all to bogey. 
No. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's one guy in particular I know who you're talking about. He who was, who was, new team and he goes crazy. Who this guy adopted the team and he said, I'm about to, I'm about to blow this team up and make it in my likeness. Yep. And and pretty much, and I told them, I was like, you got to chill out on trades or pay your next year, whether you trade away your draft picks or not. Because at he least the next enough. three years, he was like, fuck it. <laughs> he waited like two or three weeks and he was like, all right, I'm sending the money. I'm about to get back up in the trade. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, bro, this is no fun. He was like, I this I'm buying my fun back. But that is the, you know, like, I'm okay with people trading as long as I know you're committed. You know, listen, like, I, I want to say this to everybody that's watching. Hustler calls me and has us. Listen, bro, you traded away another future pick, bro. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. yeah, 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 yeah. The money's on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push it through. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like even you got to tell me. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not. It's, there's nothing. Uh, what is it called? It's nothing personal to anybody. It just you know what I mean. This is how we operate. You got to be. You got to move correctly because here's the thing. What what you're doing as which makes you a good com- commissioner when you got to tell us a manager certain things like that because they're sending a butterfly effect shock waves through the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. They're like, oh, especially the orphan guy. Like, okay, in the League One, I came in there. I don't think anyone was looking at that team prior like this guy is going to be a threat. I come in there, I flip it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The fucking team is crazy now. Yeah. There's no way I win with that team. You know why? Because I had this where the bad luck comes in, right? That team is so awesome. It's gonna, it's, something's going to happen to it. You know what I mean? And uh, the other guy... He was making trades that were that were setting a, a really, really, really low bar. Yeah, I hate that. that. I hate that and, uh, it was two trades that, that happened and went through, and I told him he can't make trades like that anymore. And uh, it was because uh, starting QBs were being traded for, like, nothing pretty much. And that, that's really a lot of it what it oh, is. Oh, man. Titans, I love you, bro. <laughs> I knew. I was like, what's he talking about? Okay, here's one. But that, but usually that's where the the trading, like where I will hey. step in on trades, is the starting QBs because like they have so much value. Like we can't have people like setting like these weird bars. You know how I am, right? It's like if I'm already big on something, it's early on. I've been on the Sam Howell shit. Wait, right, right when the season ended, I was like, watch this, it's really ugly. But this, you know, you know, I always find those funny ugly ones. Yeah. Davis Mills, like, bro, I'm telling you, Davis Mills, like, super late. It's fucking dummy value. You know, Sam Howell. So I remember I, I'm i trying to go after Sam Howell because good old Titans has him. I'm like, and I say good old Titans because at least I know Titans will entertain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm sending him all kind of shit. He's, and he's countering me all kind of shit I'll never do. And then I just leave it alone. And then one day I wake up to my inbox. It's, Al, it's, it's Aziz Al-Shair. And fucking Taylor Rapp for Sam Howell. I'm like, oh, except you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know you're like, God damn it, Titans. You know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? And then I'm in the chat. Everyone's giving me props, bro. You did that. I'm like, and he and he told me because I asked him. I was like, what's up with the trade? And he was like, I hate Sam Howell. So like, (laughs) like that's what it is. Like he hated Sam Howell. And 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 his offer showed it. Yeah. His offer showed it. Yeah. Because it was like, because once I left it alone, he circled back around. It's the same thing kind of happened with Magoobs. Been going after Magoobs for two weeks, and then like for well, a big massive trade, and then didn't it didn't happen? 
But but that trade, instead of getting this one big one done, I got three small ones done with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which eventually, but but essentially, if he took that first trade, he got more out of me. Yeah. I got everything I was looking for out of him. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. got everything he was trying to get out of me. Pause, right? Yeah. But it was but it but it worked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then because I kept but but if I didn't leave it alone at one point, normally I'm like annoying as fuck. I left it alone. And then he hit me with like, yo, hey, what's going on, man? You know what I mean? I thought we were doing, I thought we were doing this. Like, yeah, well, okay, what, what you got? You know what I mean? Yeah. Then it starts, and then it became really simple after that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's my new favorite move. Yeah. You know what's funny? is like, okay, you or Bernie Mac, you guys are certain guys like, I'll search a player, start putting the trade together, send it, and I look, oh, shit, hustle. Oh, shit, that's Bernie Mac. And I'll just cancel it. But Bernie yeah. Mac, he'll always message me. Yeah, you know. I saw you take it down, but uh, and he'll explain I wouldn't have done that or this, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I like because Bernie Mac is on his shit, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like when it comes to like making these trades, if Bernie Mac's in the league, I'm like, don't fuck the market up, Bernie, because I'm gonna I'm gonna make the market high like it should be, and the moment you fuck it up, no one trades with me no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, oh, I Bernie Mac, fuck Bernie Mac, man, fucking <laughs> the market up. You know what I'm saying? It happens. It, it does. And it sucks because it happened in the seven. So it's like no trades have been going down in the seven. You know what I mean? Like, except for when a new guy came in, like when Bakeslock took over a team. Yeah. He wanted to shake shit up. And we made that big old blockbuster. It was yeah. almost like I'm sitting around like this. <laughs> no one's making trades in seven. You know what I mean? He came in out like, yeah, yeah, I'll move Burrow in the chase. You know what I mean? Fucking fun. insane. But I love it. And what up, Michael? He said, uh, would you trade uh, your 2024th mid to late first for Ayuk or Judy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I want Judy. I want Judy. And and I think uh, I want them both. I'll, I'll say, hey, here's my one and two. If I needed receivers that bad, I'll do that, bro. Yeah. Because Cause the other one's definitely worth a second, whoever, whichever. Yeah, whichever, however you view it. Yeah. If I can get one and two and get both of them, I'm doing that, bro. Yeah. Because I, you could think especially if they're late, if they do end up being mid to late, mid to late second, especially if you have, if you don't have IDP in the mix, like it starts getting a little dart throwy right there. Anyway. Yeah, it starts getting handcuffy already, huh? Like once you yeah. get to like pass that one two turnaround, you feel me? It's For a motherfucking sure. handcuff territory already, right? Like, and yeah. and these aren't even like guaranteed handcuffs; these are just depth guys on on. You know what I mean? In reality, depth chart yeah. guys and shit. Oh yeah, what up, Zeb? What it's up, Zebadaya? He said Brock Purdy and a first for Lamar. A 2024 first for Lamar. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, in, in a New York minute. He said he would get Lamar. Uh, yeah, super fun. Yeah, come on. Yeah, doing it. Come on. that's I love that. That's a that's Bogart trade right there. That's super cheap if you can get him for that. And Colin, the super fan, said, think Mike White would be a better QB on the Washington uh, Corrupt, but Howell would be a better QB on the Jets. Hold on, they're calling him the Washington Corrupts now? I like that. <laughs> that's what he did. That's what he did. No, that's hard. Yeah. Because they are corrupt as fuck. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? But ironically, you know what I'm saying? Because I love corrupt. He's shout out, he's a Sagittarius. I love corrupt. He's a corrupt young guy. He's one of my favorite. He's one of the, one of my influences growing up. Like rapping type of shit. Uh-huh. You ever heard of New York, New York? Uh it's the incredible, the lyrical. You can't be me like Nisi. To see me is going to take a miracle. I'm rapping motherfuckers hysterical with it. Touching it, twisted, stylistic mister. This is gassing, bro. <laughs> Corruption. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, 
I, uh, I mean, no, no, no. I don't think Mike White is better there. I think Mike White is what he is. He's a backup. He's the great white hope. Yeah, White Mike is what we call him. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I I think uh, where he's at is great because he's a solid insurance plan. You saw what they did with no two. They started a playoff game with Skyler Thompson. <laughs> but, and yeah. they and they were duking it out with Buffalo. Mike White will be able to get be able to do his thing in that offense. If you told me Mike White is with Washington, right? And yeah, okay, yeah, they have Eric Bieniemy, and yeah, that's cool. Uh, no, no, he's in a system where it's gonna it's it, it's quarterback friendly. Okay, before last year, is anyone jumping out the window for Tua? No, no. He was like he gets Mike McDaniel's like 18th QB and shit. Like it's Mike board. McDaniel's and he has Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, and now he's a guy, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mike White will if anything he happens. Still fade him though. I mean, it's crazy. He's still being faded. Like he sometimes he might not even be drafted. I mean, because when you're throwing up gang signs and shit, you know what I mean? You're shaking on the field, you know, motherfuckers, they, they it's polarizing, bro, in the in the bad way. You know what I mean? And Zeb which is something. great, which is things we should diagnose as fantasy enthusiasts like. Hey, yeah. I'll take. I've never liked the tuna fish like that, but bro, look at his weapons. And if I can get him at a, at a, you know, like I'll take him over Danny Dumbass all day. Yeah, right. I'll take him over Kirk. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. I won't take him over Kirk Cousins. Like if I'm the four, if the Forty ers had uh, had Tyreek and Waddle, and like oh. those were the two wide receivers. Whoever the fuck the quarterback was, we'd be all over their nuts, like for sure. Like, yeah, so. you're right, and people are kind of fan of the tuna fish like that, right? Yeah, same system, right? You know I mean, why? I don't. He's a terrible mustache, bro. <laughs> have you seen his new mustache? Terrible. Oh, get it? No, I've not seen it. I've not seen terrible. it. Terrible. Don't even look at it. Dude. Don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Deb, did someone send this to you, or are you sending this to someone? So he said Charbonnet QJ. 24 first, 25 first uh, for Najee, Amon Ra, and a 2024 fourth. I'm, if, okay, if I'm in that trade, I'm the guy buying those guys. Yeah. I'm sending the unproven hotness with QJ and the, the, and the first, and I, I'm buying Najee. And that's what he said that he would, he would get that side. Yeah. I was going to say too, that looks, the, the, the Quentin Johnson, all that, that's hella kid's team. <laughs> kid is like all about all the rookies, man. And he's doing it right. I, you take them and then you flipping the people that value them more than you. The, the, you wiggle the St. Brown and fucking Najee off that motherfucker. Let's go. I don't even remember the other names he said. And Zeb said, we going to some football games this season or what, guys? So I already said, I'm not going to pay to go to the Vegas stadium. Like, I would rather. I, man, I'm, I moved outside of the Bay. So it's like, if there was a Niner game and like maybe like Guccini and Kev was down to go and I have people to mob with, I probably would. But. I mean, like I gave up. I got forced out of my uh, back in 2020. Uh, my 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 <laughs> one of my best friends in the world. Apparently, he was like, "Man, me and my wife are just gonna take over the season tickets, bro." I'm like, "Oh yeah," and they, it's funny because for years he tried to sell me the rights, but it was like, "Yeah, man, it's like do you have to pay the tickets and pay like five thousand?" Yeah, you know, for the rights. Yeah, and then, and it's funny. I talked them into keeping it only for them to push me out. And, uh, and his wife actually works for the Niners. So it's like, that's how I even got on it to begin with. Because they had the tickets. They had season tickets. And yeah. she would get on the field. She's a, She works for a photographer. So she would get on the field, bro, and be on the sideline. So this extra ticket, they would just sell it to me and for cheap. 
then at one point they're like, hey, you want to buy the other half of the season? I was like, fuck yeah. 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 And then like when we got good again, it's funny because then now she want to be like, oh, well, you know, I want to buy you out. Yeah. It's like we wanted to sell you the rights to it. And yeah, when they were shitty <laughs> and I talked you into keeping it. Isn't that funny how it works out? Yeah. That's how it goes. But yeah, so Zeb, uh, like like what I told everybody is if anybody wants, if anybody buys me a ticket, I'll go and I'll bring weed. Um, but yeah, they're just so expensive. Like out here, it's ridiculous. And it's because people are coming from, from far and wide to come like see whatever squad, you know, they want to see over here. But yeah, I'll bring the weed. Someone buy the ticket for me. And uh, yeah, and oh. uh, I'll bring the weed. Okay, let's look up some Vegas schedules, bro. What, 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 who, this is a bum-ass Raiders home schedule. Let's see if there's some games we're going to. Like, as a non-Raider fan. Yeah. Let's see. Starts off with... Where's game one? They got... Uh, so, they got the Broncos on the road. They got the Bills on the road. They got the Steelers at home. Okay. They got the Chargers on the road. Damn, they got three road games uh, out of the first four to start. And then they got the Packers at home, the Patriots at home, Bears on the road, Lions on the road. Are we in November now? We're in November now? Uh, Giants at home is uh, November 5th. So that's probably like a cool game to go to. Yeah. The Jets at home, that would be a cool game. That's a cool game to go to. For sure. Really cool game to go to right there. Yep. Dolphins on the road. Chiefs at home. Vikings cool at game. home. Those would be good ones. Because those are all great right there. Those are all expensive, too. Those are the ones that are going to be, like, tricier. For sure. And then the Chargers at home, obviously, going to be another expensive one, too. And then uh, Colts on the road. And then Broncos at home. So, dang, a lot of – how many uh, – Oh, the Colts. Oh, Colts on the road. Four. Dang, four of their last six games, divisional games. I ain't going to lie. I'm not, I'm not spending any of my hard-earned money to go to those games if I'm a Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, mean, man, I got to go, though, because I want to experience that stadium. Yeah. And yeah, I almost I almost wanted to do it for uh, the Pro Bowl just because that would have kind of been the cheapest way to, like, get into the stadium. Like, some of the tickets were just yeah, like just fun. to see it. Yeah, they're like 20, yeah. 30 bucks, but eh. We'll go to a monster truck jam or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I drive by it. Like, I mean, I, it's not like I go there every day, but it's literally only like 15 minutes away from my house. And uh, it's right, like, I mean, it's just right across the freeway from the strip. Like, I mean, it is kind of nuts. It's kind of yeah, uh, When we were on the plane, and I'm shrooming uh, yeah. on the way to Vegas. Uh, they did a pilot goes, if you look, parts in Las Vegas City, um, strip, the new stadium. And I look, then, you know, I'm in the middle of two fat girls. You know what I mean? I mean? I'm not making fun of fat people. I'm just saying I was. So I'm like this. <laughs> Trying to look in the window. Like, oh, shit. You know, you see the lights and shit. You yeah. See the fucking, it's like a screen or whatever on the top. Uh-huh. It's fucking tight, bro. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? Because they say, yeah, it'll show the score. I like yeah. <laughs> Just showed up. Yep, we're losing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you does say me a hot ass Raider fan and motherfucker hot. Damn it! <laughs> Looking out the window, that's motherfucker. 
Man, and yeah, Carl, not the tickets are not eighty to a hundred dollars for like fuck any no. of them. What the fuck? Yeah, they're like, I mean, I think the cheapest not even standing, like, not even standing room shits is like that, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the cheapest tickets you can get, I swear, are like two hundred, like two fifty. Like I've never looked at any like last second, you know, like and tell me that's not hella hard though, right? To have the table right there in the end zone. Yeah, that's, that's fucking dope. <laughs> I mean, it is dangerous though, because remember, remember, remember a fan he tried to get crazy with Kyler Murray. You remember that? <laughs> he got he, he, he sat up on his table. Talking. He was like, "Yo, what's up, bro?" I think because he knocked his table. I think Kyler Murray knocked his table or something. The drinks flew or whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's right. super dope though, right? They call them the on-field suites, and I mean, that's just fucking sick, you know. Like, I mean, the other suites are so high, but being that close, I mean, you know, like obviously we can't have you got bottle service, bro. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, and he's right there anytime a touchdown. The dopest tickets that I ever felt like I had was we were right behind the end zone and we were like second row. And that was when I seen Peyton Manning fucking at the line and I literally hear him calling out all this shit for everybody. And look, it was dope. He couldn't see shit on the other. (laughs) Omaha. He went up to every lineman and he was like, you got him, you got him. And like was calling mm-hmm. out the numbers. You got him. He's about to blitz. Watch him going out into coverage. He's literally calling out what everybody on defense is doing. And then so he fucking dope, bro. And then he calls out a fucking hot route to the guy on the left. He calls a hot route out to the guy on the right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh-huh. and then fucking, t- of Shit. course, it's going to be a touchdown, right? Like, I mean, he just diagnosed everything that was happening on that defense. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know what's funny is um when that first year he was with Denver and they they then they're one of the best seeds and they're one and done in the playoffs, right? Yeah, and that um, was the year that it was. It was 2013. Yeah, so they're one and done against or no 2012, my bad. That yeah, was 2012. 2012. So they're that year they're one and done against the Ravens, who actually went on to beat my Niners, right? But like I remember it was Ray Lewis after the game. He said, Yeah, uh uh, we did a great job tricking Manning. You know, um, you really got to trick him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was just crazy because the moment their defense was really bad. Like, I remember Chad Bailey like gave up hella big ones. Yeah. Like it was like you know their their secondary was bad. I should say. Yeah. And like so then once Manning got into like only throwing, like it was a wrap. Like you know what I mean? Like because they were just getting them, bro. They were dicking his ass, bro. Hitting them, moving them off the spot. You know what I mean? Fucking, it didn't matter. He was calling on. He was changing every play, bro. You know, it's funny. Is like, I feel sorry for whoever's the offensive coordinator when you have Manny because, like, you just – you hold the clipboard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever whatever you call, it's about to probably get changed out there anyway. Change at that line immediately. Yeah. And see, look at that now. Yeah, the things change. Carl, <laughs> Carl's like, man, fuck that. I'd rather go watch a game at a strip club with the TV, smoke Halloween before – Drink three to four beers and enjoy I mean, the girls during the commercial break. I mean, what do they call it? They, what do they say? Oh. I'm watching from the best seat in the house. That means yeah. at home, right? Or, or yeah. wherever. You know what I'm saying? Wherever it's just cheaper, right? Be deemed that. Yeah, for sure. You feel me? Homes with the like, I'd rather be live. You know what? The strip club is definitely home to a bunch of my guys, bro. <laughs> like, they used to just live at this motherfucker. And then we're not in the South. You know what I'm saying? Because in the South, it's different, bro. Like, it'd be like your girlfriend's birthday. It'd be like, oh, we're going yeah, to that, That's just like, like in the South, it's that's the like club. actual club. It's the club. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? People go there to eat. Yeah. They got good food. At the, you got you like, some good chicken wings. <laughs> you feel me? Like, because you got to eat down there, right? Because there's so many of them. Yeah. It, it is and because it is like a regular club. Like, that. that's it's what's crazy. Club. It is just like a regular club. Yeah. 
It's and, like TJ. Uh, like that's the closest thing to the South is like TJ, where every uh, every club is kind of like almost a strip club, you know, minus maybe a few. I mean, that that's the thing though. Once you get into Mexico, bro, it's like everybody's even everybody's a stripper. Even you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, we had a couple of dollars to make a motherfucking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you go to Hong Kong. That's, you go to Hong Kong with that motherfucker. Shout out to Hong Kong. That's the real Disneyland for adults. Like, <laughs> that's for sure. You know what's funny is like when he say Hong Kong and then a motherfucker like JD like, oh, bro. <laughs> you, know I mean? you make your Hong Kong around anybody that knows what's up, they laugh. Like, oh, shit, man. You know what Hong Kong. <laughs> How many stories is that motherfucker? Like three, four? Uh, fuck, you know what? See, that's what's crazy is like, I've only heard the allure of Hong Kong. Of going Adelita. upstairs, of going Adelita. up to the upper levels. Adelita's was the one that, uh, that, that we checked out before. Okay. Which are all the same thing. <laughs> but what was trippy is that like, in Hong Kong, it was like, you could like order chow mein for real. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah, give me a bottle of Patron. Um, give me a couple grams of blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it goes down. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> Zeb, as he said, uh, of course, the big games are going to be expensive, like the Raiders Chargers last night. <laughs> and also saw the Rams Raiders for like 40. But I think that that's preseason, though. So, yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The NFC West are playing each other in the preseason. Yeah. So. Yeah, because the first <laughs> the first preseason home game for the Raiders is the Niners, but like, yeah, we're not gonna see anybody. Like, I don't know. I guess that might be that People might be die, bro. People that might die. be a time that might be a time for me to go just to check it out because the tickets I bet will be hella cheap. Like for that. yeah, you know the people that usually that you're buying those tickets off of, like preseason tickets, you're usually buying them off of season ticket holders. Right, and those are just yeah. like they, they probably, probably twenty five, and those would be like twenty five dollars, twenty dollars. I, you know, I used to always sell my my preseason tickets to Steamboat mm-hmm. because it was like, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, what I mean like I'm, I'm just gonna waste. Them. I'm not gonna go, you know? What I mean? Yeah, and I just give them to him for dub twenty five, whatever, like for, for for one. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And there's been times he went. Like I remember he was like, I gotta go check this Lance kid out, bro. Okay. Right. So I sell him the two my two tickets, right? And this was for what preseason? Yeah, because this this was a when he was a rookie. Yeah, this was this was the year before they pushed me out. You feel me? Okay. And then he goes over there, right? And then and Lance throws that seventy yarder. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He threw like two of them, bro. (laughs) That what? It was crazy. And then he calls me back. Yeah, I like the kid. Deb said TJ everywhere you look they hook yeah that's for sure he said Hong Kong yeah, was down. oh the Adelita's club got shut down okay and he said my oh, buddy man. said they got uh oh underage oh they had underage oh I mean, see, I guess, like, I mean, that's what's crazy is because, like, man, and TJ, like, you know, like, you could be just walking, and it's like, you know, like, they're just all out, you know, just all the girls. A lot of that look. Every like street is the blade. Yeah. Every street is the stroll. <laughs> and Every it's crazy because, like, walk. girls be all grabbing at you and shit. Like, man. They're like, mad aggressive. They make them ugly motherfuckers feel like they got game and shit. I'm <laughs> laughing, man. You getting game. Right now, TJ, TJ in Las Vegas. Those are the only places that a man could go, and like your ego would just get so inflated that you just hey, hey, or any chick you want, <laughs> or or you could dick them around, and like and make them buy shit off of us, like Bucky. <laughs> Remember, 
And the voice is like, oh, you got dimples. You're cute. I was like, oh, I bet you I'm making this bitch pay for something right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cam Murray's like, Bugging me get an accidental PB accidentally pulling him. <laughs> accidentally. I was like, man. Uh, and it was funny too because when I'm in Vegas, bro, it's always mad peacock syndrome. So I'm out there, I got a red, it's winter time, so I got the red thermo uh, uh, underneath. Uh, uh, I got a carnage shirt over it, and I got a fucking a dumbass uh, 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 stunner S. Thompson fucking, uh, uh, Hawaiian, a Niner Hawaiian shirt with a, butt, with a Niner bucket, and I got some red kicks. And like, I swear, Kev was laughing because he's like, man, everywhere you go, the gang shows you love, bro. Hell yeah. And this was like still like, I was still wearing a mask type of shit when I hopped off the plane. So this is still like the first time I was bare facing the world in a while ever in Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was hugging random dudes because they just walk up to me. Yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Right? Everywhere we're at, bro. Just that one night though, because I was flaming as fuck. You know what I mean? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong, but you know what I mean? Gang shit, man. <laughs> oh man, that's just hilarious. Oh, Zeb said Amsterdam in the red light district. So I've never been, uh, but it is, uh, uh, yeah, that it is a goal to get there. My dad has some stories from Amsterdam, and I've smoked. I've smoked, so he brought back a brand, he brought back weed. And I remember this, I was in high school because my mom used to work for Silicon Graphics, uh-huh. uh, is a company out in, in Silicon Valley, and they would, uh, Every year they would do a retreat to Europe, two weeks. And uh, they would go to Switzerland, right? And my dad was like, yeah, they hop on a train. He, they did this for years. So then when I got older and I was able to ask the stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because my dad goes, you smoked all my Amsterdam weed one time. Don't think I didn't know. <laughs> I used to go up into his little back. He had a little back shack that he built, a uh-huh. little makeshift shack, right? Yeah. And I'd, I'd break into that shit with a card. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause he would lock that shit. Cause that's where he kept his little treat. Cause it was like the emergence. Also, like I would always break into his shit. Cause I would need papers. Like you know, I'm, I'm still to this day. I'm always the, I need papers. So my, <laughs> my dad has papers, and I used to hate it. Cause he would keep his papers in the same thing as his pipe, so the papers would stink. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dad. <laughs> Anyways, fucking he had. It, it was a. It was a. It was a, a bag, and it was, and it said Blue Bill Amsterdam. And I remember I was like, man, I'm about to pack a bowl of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I do one of those and I hit that shit and I was like, I thought I was so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a fucking like 16 year old kid and I'm smoking some weed from Amsterdam, bro. I'm like, oh shit. And then you know what's funny is like years later, I started asking my dad, I said, so when you were going to Amsterdam, like, well, you know, what was the weed like? He's like, oh man, we just get the California stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wah, wah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking like Amsterdam got all the finest weed of the Shire or some shit. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's for everyone outside of California, right? <laughs> but, okay. So, now here, feel me on this. Amsterdam, imagine this. When dispensaries started hitting the world right now, like everybody in Minnesota, they was hell excited right now, right? Yeah. Well, it's about to be like Amsterdam type of shit. Like, weed's legal. and then, Yeah. Yeah, but then you're gonna realize when you walk into that motherfucker, you got some bunk ass weed, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what's funny about it is that yeah. like where we're from, we was already like, oh man, we ain't gotta go nowhere. Matter of fact, I made a career out of taking this shit 
everywhere. Well, I'm gonna Mexico, take this flower from Cali. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show the people in New Mexico. I'm gonna take this flower. I'm gonna show the people in Jersey. I'm gonna take this flower. I'm gonna show because here's what's gonna happen. And for all you uh, Minnesotans, you better pay attention. It's gonna be the first day. What's everyone gonna buy? The best shit. And it's gonna be like, sold out for weeks. <laughs> You're gonna go to the dispensary for weeks. They're gonna have nothing. The the bull. It's gonna be all like the not best shit because that's all gonna sell out first, and then it's gonna be all just you know, not the best shit, whatever that entails out there. Because I'm not sure what it'll end up being. That's how it always works. Best shit always sells first. I was talking to Kev, right? Because you know what I'm saying. Because Kev, you know he got he, you know um, he got a, a product under consignment. He has a product that they bought like straight up, and I'm looking at the different values. I'm like, damn, it's so crazy because no matter what. When they sell these, when they sell these joints in dispensaries, you're paying like fucking six different taxes, bro. Like yeah. maybe I may I may be downplaying it, maybe more because you're paying local tax, you're paying fucking processing <laughs> tax, you're paying fucking the lab tax, you're paying the fucking. There's all kind of shit on top of what the price in is. Vegas, in Vegas, if you're a local, you only pay like one of the taxes or something, and I oh, think that's crap. But you got to show if you're out of town, yeah. So like, I had to bring in like an electricity bill or something, you know, when I was going. Wow. To and uh, but it was like, uh, but yeah, but so everyone else from out of town, they're paying, yeah, like you said, maybe three, four, five different taxes. And uh, Dennis, he said that it's going to be like that in Minnesota, where if you're a local, of course. you're only getting the one, you know, the one tax, not all the other. Oh, you know? okay. Because I'm sure that. Whenever, when any state gets legal, whatever illegal states you know are there, like they just start popping over, you know. After that, it's just the way that it works, bro. I'm saying though, when it comes to goddamn uh, the, the, uh, the 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 legalization and the recreational shit like that, like in the streets, bro, we were partying, bro, we were celebrating, we're like fuck yeah, because then it's cheaper for us now. Damn, you know that's like North Dakota and South Dakota. I don't think weed is legal there. <laughs> Those are I mean, the shit, bro. That's that that that's where you got to bring the packs now. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you got to go over there with the packs, bro. They're paying five. They're paying five bands right now, bro, for the top shelf. Oh, actually, in Wisconsin, they're not fucking legal. No, so like that. They're, they're but but see, all. But you know what's crazy? In Iowa, is not legal. Every north, every bordering state. From Minnesota is not legal. What, what's the most okay? Alcoholics, like motherfuckers that are like, I'm not saying in a negative way. I'm I'm gonna say the alcoholics that are proud, right? That they, they, the drinking is part of the culture. Let's not even say alcoholics. That's too too much of a negative. Oh well, yeah, office. You can't import it across state lines due to federal laws. Like yes, no. like, you're not so, legally able to do it. But we're talking about that's what's. Gonna oh happen. yeah. Okay. Look. How about this? Shout out to shout out to my man Ricky Williams. He I, I love it when he. He responds to me, makes me feel like a hoe. I'm like, oh my god, Ricky texts me back because he's like, he rescheduled because I guess he's going to the, he's going, he went out to Florida. He's like, hey, Bogey, my bad, got to reschedule again. You know what I mean? And he tells me his days that are good next week, and he's like, I'm going to Florida last minute and try to close the deal. How about on a plane right now? I'm like, oh, that's all good, but right, but see, here's one thing why why I bring up Ricky because I'm trying to somehow get Kevs and them exposed to them to I mean, get him exposed to their flower yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i want to expose i want to you know what i mean that exposure I, it's always been something since i met kev from the gate and kev told me that with his he told me his mission back in the days bro like three years ago 
he told me that back in the day. <laughs> Kobe, right? Kobe makes me feel like shit was a long time ago, right? But when I met Kevin, he's like, yeah, I got this brand. I'm launching. I saw him from the grassroots to where he is now. And I always, someone in the force always told me, like, man, if I could help somehow, some way, right? And I feel like this Ricky thing might be a, like a nice little alley-oop somehow because his brand, and they, you know, they, they're always looking for flower in different areas because you can't be like, this is really good. Well, yeah, Vegas. let's put this everywhere. You know what I mean? You can't well, do that right now. But I assume it would be, you know, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be even Ellis Greens, but it would be like they would. No, they would. They would. Uh, they would contract like, one of his trains. It'd be like a Heisman. A Heisman. Train yeah, Heisman finally by Ellis Greens or whatever. Yeah, Heisman finally, and they would you know come up with a you know maybe the finals or the you know I mean or they would come up with a cool nickname you know like how how Heisman does right. Yeah. Yeah, we come up with a cool nickname for the strain, and that would be that strain. But see, even that's the day and age we're living in. And like Ricky said, it's like, man, you know, all people really want, all these growers really want, or these cannabis brands, well, all they really want is people to buy their flowers. So you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, Crispy said, and Crispy said I got a quarter of AK for sixty the other day. Is that good or bad? That's well, good. I, mean, I, I saw the picture. And for Texas, it looked good. Yeah, and for Texas, because because when you yeah. when you tell me AK forty seven. Or you tell me regular silver haze, not the super, right? But AK forty seven silver haze, uh, 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 Northern Lights. That's that late nineties, early two thousands era strings, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know, what I mean, just based on that, I'd be like, yes, yeah, sixty is a little much for a quarter. But you're in Texas, that's winning. Shout out to my man Peacock. He buys good, like go get like gelato type of shit, like you know gelato, uh, uh, you know granddaddy. Or uh, cookies and shit like that. He's paying 150 for a half. You know what I mean? Well, Texas. like <laughs> even think about like some of the some of the best strains like out here in uh, in Vegas. You know mm-hmm. the shit that uh, the Redwood cultivation. Mm-hmm. You know pushing out there. Yeah, shout out to Petey and them. They're selling it for 75 and eighth all the way up, and it's not them. I mean, it's the dispensaries. You yeah. know that are marking it up like that. But like you know, that's of like the best of the best of the best. Sir, sir, <laughs> with honors. We need that drop, bro. <laughs> we need that drop, bro. Come on. <laughs> you, you, you know it's funny. <laughs> we need hella drops, but I almost just like doing the drops. Us, dude. <laughs> what was the other one? Listen, feel me on this. It's a new house, and I moved in here. After a week, this door squeaks like crazy. What in the fuck? Need to need to grease up the. Uh... WD forty on the hinges. I don't like grease, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and Depot and uh, Office said, uh, "Laugh my ass off." People are called uh, De- <laughs> called Dakota in Cali, and then there's people uh, in uh, in North and South Dakota. Yeah, for sure. They said, "Yeah, I've also allegedly met some legal suppliers who sell across state lines." I mean, no matter what, the the black market is never going to go away. You know, for why is it going to be black, bro? <laughs> the gray market <laughs> is never going to go away, <laughs> or for weed. They got the Bay Area now, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, my, my dad always said this to me. He always said, "Jay," because he calls me Jay because I'm a junior. Jay, we're on the cutting edge. Yeah, I love how he would like accentuate like certain certain syllables that you don't need to. We're on the cutting edge, Jay, of the weed revolution. Oh, yeah. He used to always say that shit. Because it was fucking true, right? Yeah. Like I'm 
Well, like when when, when we was when we was bringing the granddaddy to other states, bro, they were tripping. Like, man, we were on dabs they were and fucking tripping, bro. We were we were on dabs so much, or like Wiz Khalifa didn't start talking about dabs until what, like seventeen or eighteen, like some shit. Man, Wiz Khalifa's a kid. That's why. <laughs> Hold on, youngster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't rocking with it like this, youngster. Talking about how we only smoke joints now. Shut the fuck up, bro. You what are you, Charm, Tommy Charm? No fuck that. Marty said, "How much does a top shelf ounce cost uh, from the dispensary?" So if it's what, like, if, if I'm that not buying it from the dispensary, stuff, yeah, it like six hundred, <laughs> you know, would be like because they're not giving you no breaks on the seventy-five. But yeah, like you know, it'd be like four hundred with all the yeah. tax and everything, bro. Yeah. Probably and maybe maybe even closer to five hundred after all the tax and shit, right? I mean, depending depending on where you buy it too, because then there's yeah. other they're like okay, uh, I brought this up uh, when Ricky was on. Is that we had the uh, the Rastafarian fucking uh, it was uh, the Rastafarian uh, 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 what do they call them? Church. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's a Rastafarian church, but because they were of religion, their shit is nonprofit. So yeah. and they had a dispensary in their joint, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they always had good ass runs, bro. <laughs> but so when you buy shit there, it's pricey. You know what I'm saying? Because they only sold the only the, the top shelf they had was was always fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they had all shitty lower level like ganja type, you know what I mean? Rastafaria type shit. You know all the dirt weed. Yeah. But they had these good ass runs, bro. And this is when rents like came, this is like 2019 type shit. Uh-huh. When rents were like hitting the scene really tough. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, before there was like the white rents or any of these other rents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. So and, then we, and there was no tax because they are a nonprofit in their religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and it occurred to me, bro, like, damn, these motherfuckers are moving hella work, bro. Backyard work. Yeah. For sure, like you know what I mean. Well, because that's what's crazy is like, and, Mar- and so and seeing that's really what it what it depends on, Marty. Because I don't know what type of tree you know you're actually getting out there. You know, is it would it be as good as the top top shelf? You know, in the dispensaries. Yeah, I, because I, it's not like I mean, like um, it's not like they're shipping things over, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'll be going to take a little. I mean, I don't know when it's legal to start putting up operations, but you yeah. know, like there's going to be some time from when they're growing, so. Yeah, who the hell knows? And it's actually, do motherfuckers know what they're doing? You know, is it people coming from uh, other areas like California or guys who've had the green? Okay, shout out out to my man. Hold on, check this out. Shout out to my man, Gabe. You know what I'm saying? He is a renowned green thumb. And he's in Iowa right now. And uh, he, he just gets contracted per cycle. And he oversees these big operations. Straight from my hometown, he was the guy out out there and then he just started taking these these six figure contracts, bro. Yeah, and it's just like a couple months. He's like, it's like it's like Petey, but moving around everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Petey's a guy who probably has credentials. Yeah, he's like, like Jesse. He's like Jesse in Breaking Bad without the. Uh, yep, there it is. That's a great analogy. Ninety six, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean that is dope. That like if you're, you know, if you're that much, uh, if you're that much of a green thumb, contract yourself out. It's probably way better than going through uh, everything of like, 
you know, managing your own business supply with the grow and all that kind of shit. Cause it's a, it's going to yeah, be a have someone else pay for it. And this is now, can you imagine that? This is my guy. He came from growing for us, for the streets type of shit. Then he cried. He was one of the first ones that crossed over where he was like, yo, I'm, he, he had some gig with, uh, 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 people that were connected to Harborside, so he okay. was like overseeing, like and like it was a it was a, a warehouse in Oakland, bro, and like he was overseeing, you know, the fucking uh, the the grow up there, and like when he would go to work, the the uh, motherfuckers with AKs in their front. This is Cali, yeah. This is Cali, bro. Yeah, and the motherfuckers with AKs in the front because this is government shit. So like yeah. he's in there, like Iowa. I didn't even know Iowa gets down until he told me. He's like, I'm gonna move to Iowa for what? But yeah. they grow out there, I'm like yeah. for real. He's like, I yeah, didn't right like, now that Iowa wasn't legal. I didn't think that they were. See what I'm saying? He's out in fucking Iowa, bro. You know what I mean? And whether it's doing medical shit, I don't know what he's doing. I do know well, who for. I mean, but he's growing. You know what I mean? And he's getting, and it's a legit job, like tax, all the shit. You know what I mean? Like. This motherfucker's living off of being a green thumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, it looks like this. Uh, it recently just passed. I think you it was like a year ago or like a year and a half ago. He's, and he's been there. For, he's been there for about two years now. Okay. So he probably got moved when they were anticipating it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you don't just be like, it's legal. We're growing now. You're already buying up the lands. You're buying you the, the, the zoning happens. Yeah. Where they, they zone things like, okay, this area is okay for X amount of, of cultivation. This area. You know what I mean? Just like the zoning yeah. happens. You know, what I mean, right? That happens way before it passes because you're anticipating it. You know. Yeah, Derek said New Jersey a quarter of the goodish is one ten, but I'm a vet. Get twenty percent off. Okay, so I get it for like ninety. <laughs> but they always have some kind of discounts too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's you know, and I guess it just you know it it depends. Like, I mean, even in everything that I'm kind of smoking, I mean, there is a little bit of different levels. Uh, to some of the stuff, you know, that I'm smoking. I mean, it is stuff that I'd still, you know, consider uh, top shelf, you know, for sure by anyone's standards. And because, uh, yeah, I'm smoking on some pink runs right now. and Super, super fire. Had this for a little while, but it's in the uh, it's in the glass jars with the uh, uh, those um, those um, those like those terp saver bags. Where it just like make sure to like not let your weed get dry. And what up, Marco? He said cannabis ain't broccoli. That's why it's illegal. <laughs> he said uh, that was pretty much what the German politician said about it. What the fuck? <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. I wonder. Uh... And see, and I guess I don't know where Germany is compared to like a lot of other like areas in Europe where it's like pretty much, uh, you know, where like almost all drugs are legal, let alone weed. All right. All right. Let's smoke one more bowl. And what up, clock? Afternoon show goes down at one o'clock West Coast time, four o'clock Eastern time. FNT Fantasy News today. Yeah, we're about to shut this one down here. And uh, we'll be back in a few hours bringing you the news. Nice. Derek and Antonio off work today. Let's smoke it up on a Thursday. I got my uh, I got my new Legos in. And I started building uh, the Pac-Man Lego 
this shit is going to be cool. So this is the one that's like just on the uh, on the front. Yeah, and uh, the second part. Oh, there you go. Bogey's back. Yeah, I started building the Pac-Man shit. Okay. Yeah. Finally got it all in the mail. That's fucking tight. Yeah, and uh, man, the Bat Cave. Fuck. All right, June 9th. <laughs> That's what the double points. Uh, okay. Kick so, but 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 you but you got it locked already. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I think I got to cash in some of my points on this. Bro, you, better get that, you better get that bad kid, bro. Cause my I do want the double points, too, because, man, the double points might get me, like, hella close to, like, another hundred. So if you use the points, you don't get the double points on everything because it's only, like, mm. on the amount of money that you spend. So, like, that's my, that's my, like, <laughs> that's my dilemma is, like, I bet the, the VIP points would get me almost to another hundred. I probably got, like, 300 bucks off. All right, like, listen, bro. Hey, don't ever ask me about money, bro. You know why? Because I'm going to say, spend it. <laughs> oh, points? Spend it. Oh, you want some bogey bucks? Spend it. Nice. There we go. Bakes, I said I'm going to order mine soon. So thanks for letting me know about the points. Yeah. The ninth, it's like the ninth through the 13th. Everything's double points. And so, yeah, the Millennium Falcon, yeah, you said it was like 5,000 and something. Yeah, like just doing it that day or doing it on the ninth or 10th or whatever, that'll get you oh, like yeah. 10, You got to get that Millennium thing for his boy, right? He got a 15-year-old, yeah. bro. You got to get that. Might be college, that might be like some college money for him down the road, bro. Well, I think he's going to build it. So, uh, but yeah, okay. but either way, it's one of I those ones where. When the rock, when the stock. You just kick out, yeah, hell yeah, man. Those are the eight hundred dollar ones. What what, uh, what what's the Lego thing for that? One to build, one to chill, or what was it? I don't know. I just say the same thing. One to rock, okay. one to rock. Still the same. I mean, I just say it, it's your yeah. fight. We're still stacking bricks over here, so I mean, hey, hey, yeah. allegedly, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what's funny. Like we're stacking bricks of Lego. We're moving <laughs> And we're, opening, and we're opening packs of cards all day. Bro, come on, bro. We're regular D-boys. All, all the lingo is exactly the same. It's hilarious. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's hella funny? Okay, look at this. You ever heard of this brand, a clothing brand? It, was like a, it came up pretty fat, actually. And it came from my city. It was called uh, Breezy Excursion. You ever heard of that? Uh-uh. So Breezy Excursion, right? They came up fat. But uh, they came up locally where I was from, and everybody would rock their shit. It's like a B, you know what I mean? So there was, like, a lot of blood sets that would, like, wear their shit, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh-huh. But, like, but the breezy excursion, and then they would just do ignorant shit like that. A shirt just said cocaine. <laughs> and that's your drug dealer. I used to think that shit was still, that shit used to make me mad as fuck, bro. Especially yeah. when one of the homies came up wearing that shit. Bro, you're not right. You're not hopping in the car with us wearing that shirt, bro. What, bro? This shit fly. It says cocaine on it, bro. Yeah, you're gonna get pulled over by the cops. We literally are. You know what I mean? Like, how are you gonna wear a shirt that broadcasts what we're about to do right now, bro? You know what I mean? It's like shooter. If I see a guy wearing a shooter, bro, I'm patting him down, bro. Don't let me. Don't let me catch him. Don't let me catch him wearing some OJ gloves, neither. Listen, if a motherfucker wore a shirt that said pedophile, bro, I'm beating his ass on the spot. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? We're just whooping him up. You know what I mean? You hear what should have happened in the Philippines? 
a couple uh, years ago. So like the one, the, I don't know if it was a new president or if it was the old president or something. I don't know the politics exactly, but they they declared like all drug dealers are just gonna die. So they're like, and and the way they was doing it was like put a sign on them, right? So it's like you murk this motherfucker, you put a sign on them, dealer. I swear to God, bro, look this up. And they wow. kill because methamphetamines they call shabu. That shit is the epidemic, and they're like a they're like a, it's like a super market. Like, I would argue it came from the Philippines. Like, you know, it's like a big epidemic in America. Anyway, yeah. these motherfuckers is on that shit and the dealers is crazy. So they was just killing motherfuckers. There. So like, it became a thing. Like if you just had a problem with someone, you probably just murk them, bow, put a sign on his ass. They're leaving them in the streets. Yeah. In the streets, yeah. bodies, bro. Like 5,000 people died in the first night. Like it was crazy, bro. Fucking flies. That shit is wild. Fuck. Yeah, you know. What I'm okay, look at this. Let me ask you something now, right? This twenty-four. What are we looking to? Are we doing it? Are we going to launch it this week? Or we only need one more? So we need one more, and uh, still waiting for a bunch of people to pay. I think a lot of people are waiting for. Okay, it. who's in this? We got crispy. Hold like up. who's in it so far? Let me get Hold up. I know my dad's in it. Every time my dad's in it, made me want to join too. Like you know, I'm in that bitch. I think so, he's the one that told me to get the fuck get in there. It's uh, it's Tim My World, so he's the one that won the thirty two. We okay, got Jay to him. We got Jay for AU. He's been around since the twenty twenty one league, so since the beginning. Okay. Uh, same with AB. He's been around. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, AB. Yeah, but I'm in a couple leagues with him. Christy's in it. Um, him, brand new guy Greg. So he's someone who's brand new, and his uh, name is brand new guy Greg. No, I mean, I'm oh, just telling you. Awesome, it's awesome. like the Kraken, the Kraken of 509, so I'm not sure what that is. Ooh, where's 509? I don't know. Let's is, see. It the, is that Seattle? Like, where is 509? Yeah, let's look that up. According that to... Spokane. According to, Spokane. Spokane. Oh, okay. okay, I'm not far off. All right. <laughs> and uh, is that is that Clock's Hood? Well, because the Kraken, is, I think, are you reading it wrong? Is that the... Is that how am I reading it wrong? K R A K E N. Yeah, Kraken. Yeah, because that's the name of their fucking their newfound uh, hockey team. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh oh, Bogey in the Matrix. Well, the rest of the people in, we'll read it out when he gets back. Uh, Bernie Mac. We got Bear Down Dominic, Canada Marty, and our homie Johnny, and then uh, and then Bogey. And then we need one more. We need one more. Okay, Marco said Seattle Kraken. Okay, <laughs> we need one more to get this uh, to get this dynasty uh, going and get it off the ground here. That's the last one that we're gonna do of the season, and then we're officially moving on to. Uh, I mean, we're we're already doing best ball. We're not gonna stop doing that until the end of August. But then we're gonna start filling up the redraft leagues, and it's gonna start. With uh, the 32-team league, the guillotine leagues, those are going to be some of the first ones that we're, we're filling up. Both are going to be uh, – let me see. How much was the guillotine league? Where was it? I think that was a $33 one. Yeah, that's a 33 
a $33 one because you could literally play for one week and be out. So that that's probably the cheapest one that we're doing, but it's an 18-teamer, and uh, we're probably going to do two of them. Uh, we only got uh, – so the two people in that one is uh, we got Rob in that one and Sticky Picky. And so the way that the guillotine league works is every single week, it's an 18-team draft, and uh, every single week, whoever is the lowest-scoring team – they are eliminated. It's like they're kicked off of Fantasy Island. And uh, uh, it's like they're getting kicked off of Fantasy Island. And then um, and then their team goes back into the waivers. And that and the 32-team league is what we're going to be doing. Those are going to be the first two. Uh, those are going to be the first couple leagues that we're filling up. Yeah, we're getting ready to shut this down in a second. Yeah. No, no, I, my bad. I, the phone call didn't take that long, right? Cool. But, 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 you know, I just want to stay late anyway. I'm always, like, in and out of the bitch. But, yeah, so we need one more for that dynasty, and then we're going to start focusing on the 32-team league and the guillotine leagues. And, uh, yeah, we're probably going to have two of those because uh, I'll be in both of them. So that's only 17 spots in, uh, in two leagues. That 17? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I mean, man, why can't we fill this last spot right now? What's up? Who's with us, man? Someone rock with us. Put the money up. Put the money up. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? This is war. How many days are we away? 91? 91, 91 days away. Let's fucking go, man. Let's get it. It's 13 weeks exactly from today. Mmm. Because Thursday night football. Mmm, it's kind of eerie. Eerie, <laughs> weeks away. I can feel it. Somebody, somebody is gonna join today, and we're gonna get this thing popping. There we go. All right, well, let's get the hell up out of here. We'll be back in like three-ish hours for uh, fantasy news today. We'll see you then. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz. All night, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they play.